It's the Who's Your Sophisticated Show Question all the things that you know Steve likes the weed Steve likes the weed Talk about DMT The DMT Who's Your Sophisticated Show The Who's Your Sophisticated Show Losers with the dreams Sophisticated blasphemy It's the Who's Your Sophisticated Show Question all the things that you know So let's set our minds free For the singularity It's the Hoosier Sophisticate Show The Hoosier Sophisticate Close your eyes, breathe in slowly, let your breath out slowly, again, in, out, again even more slowly, in, out, Try to imagine that your stresses, your anxieties, your deadlines are rolling off your head, down your shoulders, down your arms, and falling away to the floor. Find a calm center inside yourself. Keep your eyes closed. You are awakening from a deep, very restful nap a sleep filled with delightful dreams. As you awaken, you see the sky, blue, sunny, white clouds scuttling to the horizon. You're lying on your back in thick grass. Sitting up, you look around and notice you are sitting on a high hill. Around the top of the hill is a neatly trimmed hedge. You smell the grass, meadow flowers, the fresh breeze, birds are singing. Standing, you walk over to the hedge where you've noticed a white gate. Putting your hand on the latch, you lift it and pause. Anything could be on the other side. You swing the gate open and walk into the morning of November 24th, 2050. 
You begin walking down the path, each step taking you deeper into this new world that is the year 2050. You look down the hill and realize that every goal you had for 2050 has been achieved. The best and highest hopes that you had for the future back in 2020 have all been realized. 2050. It's so different from 2020. What do you see? Hear? Smell? You walk down the hill further into this changed world. What is a day in 2050 like? What does the community towards which you are walking look like? What are people doing? How are children playing? Where are the elderly? Where are people working? What are they wearing? What do you hear? Voices? Animals? Running water? Engines? Can you smell gardens? Cooking? What else do you hear? What else can you smell? What are the textures you see? As you wander through this community of 2050, you look for what it is that makes you happy. You look for world peace. You look for sustenance. You look for overall health and better education. And you find it. What is it like? Take 15 minutes to fully explore what that utopia is for you in 2050. And when you're ready, draw, diagram, or verbally summarize your vision. So I don't have anything on. <laughs> oh, Too early thanks. for that shit, man. <laughs> Good morning, meditation, dude. I almost lost my shit. Oh, there I you. appreciate you coming in and adding. <laughs> <laughs> it was all about come. Who knew? That whole meditation. <coughs> On the glistening hills of come. Good morning, everyone. We got Good a... morning. Hey, everybody. Good morning. Oh, uh, let's see. If you're see. listening to the ar- other garbage uh, radio stations out there right now. Yeah, what are you doing? I listen to them you on the nerd. way in the, in the morning sometimes just to check it out. Hey, what are they doing? What are they doing? 
Oh, they're copying our day in history. Um, oh, they are, are well, they? Even though they've been doing we it We were the first time. ones. Yep. Yeah, and, uh, and news articles, they copied that idea off of us. What a bunch of bastards. But I hate... There's nothing more in this world that I loathe mm-hmm. more than when they do fake phone calls on the radio. Because when I was younger, I used to think when they said, oh, okay, we're going to get Craig on this line, and then we're going to get, he can call Steve and say, hey, uh, they went all fake. You can't call, it's illegal to call someone on the radio and them not know they're on the radio. So all those calls you've ever heard, no, where they call somebody Don't and it's like a prank me. deal. Don't do that. To it's me. all it's all set up. It's all bullshit. Which I used to actually think I was like, man, this just this doesn't feel right. Something about this just doesn't it just, just, just doesn't feel right. You what know? doesn't feel right? Like there was one where this this guy uh, he banged this dude's mom, his bully in high school's mom, banged her mom. They hooked up on. Did you hear that one? And man, she was into him, and he had he had pictures Jake. of her doing the. Funky donkey. <laughs> okay, she was doing the. She was getting it. All right. He must have had a wide angle lens to get the old funky donkey in there. You need to get the whole funky donkey on camera. What are you doing? Doing your regular job? You should be a cinematographer, yeah. buddy. You got talent. No um, yeah. So, and this morning I was listening to the God. Whatever's on 107.7 is. It's called like the wow. Bunky Show. I think that. I, I, hey, honestly, it's the Bunky I Show. Have no frame of reference. I, I, me neither. Before like this. I remember when it was like oh, Stephen D.C. Yeah, you kind of try to go through. See, see who, see what the voices of the morning. Sound Ricky like. Smiley. Yeah, he's actually one I don't mind, and he. he what about, what about a sweat hotel? Uh, uh, sweat hotel comes on in the p.m. Because oh, yeah, if you turn that, that in the morning, we can't be we having a explosion this early oh, in the morning. Sweat, give me some money, girl, and I'm like, yeah, give me a million dollars, girl. What? And then I'll buy you things with it. Okay. We got all kinds of people in the. Oh get my god! Shit off of here! Every time oh, these get it guys off. come What did they here? do? Every time they're like, "Yeah, I, I, people want to see people us on our see camera. Me. People, people want to see us see on me. camera. No, they don't. No, they don't." So this morning on like the Bunky Show, hey man, it's me. It's a new guy. He used to be on ninety six three. He's probably gonna be the number one. Remember uh, the fucking guy he did the thing? He was the country guy. He's still Bobby Bones. Okay. Bobby Bones. We're a Bobby Bones show. Okay. God, I can't stand it, dude. So now they got a guy. It's Bunky. Bunky. What's up, Vern? Big V. His What's up, Kush Coach? Dude, What's we got up, a lot Blunt of, Man? Got a lot What's of up, Jessica? Foles in here. Yeah. You know what? Well, you know get what? ready because I'm growing some heat. <laughs> dude, I'm so juicy. Dude. I'll tell you what, guys. My Cody Leadens are falling off, bro. <laughs> Cody Leadens are falling off. What's a bro? Cody Leadens? It's the two little. Uh, the two, like, opening leads? I call them Cody's. Okay. Because, you know, I kind of know. Okay. <laughs> There's a two. You know, you plant your seed, and then the first two things that pop out are just these little leaves that don't look like weed seeds. Yeah. Or weed leaves. It's uh, like a little like roundies. Some asshole leaves. There's little roundies. Yeah. Little little get them out of here. Gibular leads. Out of here. <laughs> and then those will fall off. And then you got those marijuana looking leaves, and I got them growing up. You already got little marijuana leaves? Yeah, dude. Get the fuck on out like of here. Like four. Dog. Like four of them. Dude, that's exciting. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. Anyway, the Bunky Show, and we're going to get into the weed thing here. Are you freaking Yeah, weedos. Big V's going to be 81 in 2050. I like that the Kush Coach, you know how he sees me in 2050? Smoking a cannon in a spacesuit. In 2050, that was he'll like, be 81. I know it's your from your meditation, but I assumed I'll be Big V was like 80, 85 already. So uh, <laughs> uh, me, Big V, actually, I kind of like 
I like his look. You know what I mean? Like he's got a nice. I'm a, head. He's got gorgeous eyes too. Yeah, he does. I, mean, I know. Like blue eyes. eyes. I he's know. Got man, great. I I'm a light-eyed guy too. You're a light-eyed uh, guy. I'm a brown-eyed freak. Except for my dude. wife. All the rest of you is there. Yeah, die. All the rest yeah, of you. All you brown-eyed weirdos. Fuck out of here. So. They get on there and they're like, okay, we got Raul from the, the gym. And he's like, guys, um, I don't know what's going on. I gave a girl my number at the gym. She gave me her number. And I went over to her and said, hey, do you need a spotter for your pull-ups? And they're like, that's weird. You know, you shouldn't do that. That's weird. And he's like, oh, I was making, I was making a joke. So then they call the girl, right? Sure. That's what I would do. He's already a terrible actor, so they call the girl on the other line, and they're like, so, hey, how you doing? She's like, hey. And uh, they're like, this is Bunky from the show or whatever. Fucking Bunky every time. Every time. And she goes, oh, my God, okay, this is wild. Yeah. And then they go, uh, you know why we're emailing you, yeah? And she goes, yeah, I just tuned into the show. So I, I've been listening to the show. I'm like, well, then why were you so surprised that they called you? If you've been listening you to the show, fucking you liar. fucking liar. You fucking liar. To, this is a farce. You're fucking liar. This is a morning radio show, and this is the farce that you bring to the airwaves. So then they, I had to fucking turn it off because I couldn't stand this chick's lies. Her damn lies in the morning. And she's like, oh, uh, can I talk to him on the line? I know how this works because... I listen to the show. I'm an avid listener, so that's why I'm like, get the fuck on. Why are you lying to me? If you're going to lie to me, be entertaining. Be at the very least. Be entertaining you gotta if do. you're going to lie to me. You, you know what do. I mean? Like, see, that. you're a good person. You know, I think about it sometimes, guy. Steve, see, and I'm like, a, you know, maybe. I'm entertaining you, and I'm lying to you. Last night, I had an absolute fucking blast. Last night playing Doing games what? with you, just getting, just getting. Oh, on the show last night. The show was so much fucking fun last night. Thought you night. did something after. Uh, well, I did. I, uh, my wife wanted me to pick her up uh, uh, some groceries and a black dildo from Walmart. You know how hard it is to find a black dildo at Walmart? No, it's pretty tough. Is it? At Walmart, they don't have sex toys at Walmart. Mm. They gotta, gotta have, have like they gotta have like a little tiny vibe. Z- I think they got like a little rabbit or something. Something putting a leg. Yeah, and, and you gotta have the fucking neck massage. The Hitachi wand. Well, I mean, listen, anything's a dildo if you're brave enough. Anything's a dildo if you're brave enough. For sure. First off, every happy couple, every couple should own a Hitachi wand. Every person should own a Hitachi wand. Have you ever stick that thing in your asshole, buddy? I give. Oof. I I'm not Oof. kidding when I say I give Oof. them as wedding gifts. Now, I don't want to give... This is usually our third hour talk with sex you just got a weird roll. kink, though, where you're like, oh, man, when they're like, fucking themselves like with it, they're going to think of me. That, yes. Yeah. I mean, that's cool. What the fuck? Yeah, that's of course. cool, dude. Hang on. These fucking guys. It's because I'm so wise, says Vernon. You ever heard of Mike Vernon? Yeah. Probably. Mike uh, Vernon? Who's Mike Vernon? The goalie for the Calgary Flames. You ever heard of Mike day? Hunt? Oh, dude. It's just <laughs> another way to say cunt, dude. <laughs> uh, well, Steve, I got, you know, I so started just thinking about it. Like, you know, we get so crazy on the Monday night show. <clears throat> it was like, you know, we're asking people to tune into a morning show. And are we too dirty, bud? Like, do, do we get too dirty sometimes? I right out the bat was talking about cum. I just had black dildo right out the grill. Yeah, uh, what I'm asking you is, is it too niche. much, guys? Is it too much? Is it something? Would you put it on in your in your, in your your storefront if we, if we no. put it up a little bit in the mornings? And we no. just kept the freak show for Mondays? Because that's asking an awful lot of us. We're already getting up and putting in the hard hours every morning. 
for three hours a morning. Ha ha, more dirty the better. Oh, okay, okay blunt man to kill. Wait a, a god damn it. Jesus Christ, and Netly. Jesus criminy. Mike Roch. Clean it up. Mike Crotch. Clean it up, bud. You're a, you're a disgusting, dirty pervert. You little pervert boy. Dude, I woke up this morning. Ancient Aliens was playing on my on my uh, TV. Mm-hmm. And it was an episode all about sh- Peruvian shaman with Ancient mm-hmm. Aliens. Mm-hmm. Mm. And nice little mix there. It was a real nice mix. Graham Hancock's weighing in. We got some uh, dude. It was, I'm going home. I'm gonna watch it again. Now after my work, day, well, I guess we got Bowden. So you know. guys, tune in tonight. We got uh, yeah Evolution Magazine. Uh, we got the Stay at Home Grow series. It's Thanksgiving, bud. I think we're talking hash, aren't we? Did you yeah, guys make I, a little bit of hash? Made a little bit of hash, baby. Oh, making hash made is the good stuff. Hash, making baby. hash is the good stuff, baby. We're just hashing out some hash. Stuff. Hashing. I'm a big fan of that stay at home grow series. Big B knows what it's all about. Yeah, he does. He, he knows, knows what every it's now all and about. then. It's just <sighs> enough. Right on, Hippie Dom. We appreciate it. It's just enough. You guys do the right amount of drugs, say the right amount of cum jokes. Fair enough. That's what we Although do. I gotta tell you, it's tough to finish a meditation when my when my partner comes in and he, every question that I'm asking the meditators, he's like, Is it cum? It's cum, isn't it? <laughs> Talking about cum. He's like, the hills are glistening. And I just whisper with, with gum. The old people are playing with gum. What are you going to do today? Gum. <coughs> There's a wet, <coughs> slippery hill. Sorry for coughing in the mic. <coughs> <laughs> Woo! Yeah, that's cum. CBD is hitting. Guys, native hemp extract has CBD flour, CBD yeah, cream, and now they got a CBD, CBG tincture. Super haze. It's delicious. Milligrams. Uh, while we're waiting on some more of the 1800 milligram to get in stock, get bottled and get in stock, right now they got some 1500 milligram CBD CBG mixture that is off the motherfucking chains. Change. You ought to give it a shot. Uh, if you go to hoosersofisticate.com, click on the native hemp extract tab, enter code HOSO at checkout, you're going to get a significant discount. You're going to love it. I promise you, you're going to love it. It's going to be one of your favorite tinctures you've ever taken. The price is more than right. Uh, all of his products are, are made with love, and uh, they really are like. They're artisan crafted, Steve. They're really? artisan crafted. There's a lot of, <laughs> Whoa. a lot of bull malarkey out there, pal. There's tons of bull malarkey. There's out a lot there. of bull malarkey out there, and I'll tell you what, uh, Denison ain't and he ain't peddling malarkey. Okay. Uh, that's one thing I know about the guy. He doesn't peddle malarkey. Like if it's one thing I've said about Denison, one thing I've said about the guy, it's you don't peddle malarkey. He ain't peddling malarkey. You don't peddle no malarkey. way, Jack. There's no 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 malarkey jacking around there. Mm. You gonna? We gonna do this? Yeah, I'm gonna get me some. You want oh some? god! Oh, I just tripped that right on your fucking awesome hoodie, bud. Right here. Fuck. Fuck. That's gonna. That's gonna be hard to get out. That's gonna be hard to get out. Oh well. Like we haven't seen that guy in forever. I'm fucking pimping his business. What's the fucking deal with that? I just. <laughs> I just wear it. This is the old 1500. Uh, I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay, man. It's all okay. Oh, we need to go do an early commercial break. Okay, we can do whatever you need. 
my insides are just like your insides are hurting a little bit. Uh, you ever get that where like your insides are crushed? I think I can get through it. Sure, we got a short. We got a three minute. If you want to, we got a three minute. You know, three, three minute. I better wait for a minute and really get it. Well, right I mean, it's it's more edge. like I better three edge minutes. it. I better edge it. That it's way, I'd be like <laughs> get it, get it, prairie dogging. Dude, well, I'll never forget one time I was at Tower T <laughs> with George, and it's a hundred and five degree day, and it hits me about hole six. I'm like, I gotta go to the bathroom, and I'm still, I'm like 13, 14. I don't quite know the protocol. Sure, I'm sweating like from having to go to the restroom. Naturally, and, yeah. And he's like, he looks at me, and he's like, dude, go. He could see the fear the in my anguish. eyes. He's like, just run to the bed, go. Like, yeah. I don't know, you don't have to ask permission here. Don't like, do just, this. Do, to yeah, yourself. Just go. Don't. Yeah, don't do. So that. I sprint to the bathroom at, at the old Tower T, and it's it's oh, about this big. The room is about this big enough for your toilet. In your knees, so I'm in there baking. I've done it in porta potties before. Hot summer like, day. Oh, it's hot. Oh yeah, hottest, mm-hmm. hottest summer day. So then eventually, I just had to open the That's door. The I just had to leave the door open, so the people at the she putting can get some green. Air. <laughs> so the people at the putting green at the old. Can they make eye contact with you? I'm looking right at them. I'm looking <laughs> right at them. Say, hey, bud. There's a lot on the line with that six foot putt. You're going to be able to face your, your demons, a.k.a. me looking at you on the shitter while you try to sink this putt. If you can do that, you can win the green jacket, buddy. That's how they should train professional golfers. This guy's going to take a shit and make eye contact with you while you try to sink this putt. Oh, is this, uh, is this when we talk? Is this, maybe, this will help it. maybe this will help move your guts a little bit. Okay. We'll just make this the, uh, the horrible poop stories. Uh, I... Uh, Moved around. I was coming back. My buddy and I went down to OU. This is our before our senior year of high school. It was in between junior and senior year. It was like a little showcase. We go down there. We stay, his his one grandparents live in Ponca City. We stay there uh, for the night. Uh, wake up. We drive to Norman. We check in. Fucking you know, get our pads and everything. We go to uh, you we fucking meet with Bob Stoops. Uh, oh, Stoops. oh, Stoopsy. This was the year after okay. they won the national championship. So Josh Heupel was like, it was a whole fucking deal. It was pretty cool. We go down there, uh, hang out, and then after our, our our mini camp at OU, we go down. His other grandpa, on his other side of the family, lives down on Lake Texoma. We got a little little boat. We go down Lake Texoma, and we drop 24 jugs in the water. I never jug fished before. Jugging. He's like, yes, boys like to go fishing. I'm like, man, I would love – I'm fucking – I'm waxed, dude. We did three a days for the fucking for the week. You know what I mean? Like, it was 105 degrees in Oklahoma City. You know, so, <clears throat> like, a, a fucking a couple days fishing on Lake Texoma sounds real good at the end of all of this, right? <laughs> so, we dropped, like, 24 jugs in the water. We go throw some uh, – throw the net for some shad. You know, we're fucking cutting up some shad. We bait all these hooks. We drop these jugs. By the time we drop, like, the 24th jug, we go back to one, and we start pulling them up, dude. We pull yeah. up 220 pounds of catfish. Damn. How long before pounds. you went back around? And I would say it was probably, by the time we got, like, the 24th jug set, probably, like, an hour and a half. That's it? Two hours, maybe. By the time we got back to jug one and then just started pulling them up. And one of the jugs had a four-pound crappie that was snagged in it. This crappie was, like, fucking... Dude, it was it was immense. It was awesome. Like he's like, that's gonna be good. His his grandpa was the most uh dude, he was just he's like, that's gonna be some good eating. This dude smoked always saved cigarettes. Is it me? My bad. That dude smoked always saved cigarettes. 
And he drank. Does that mean he just picks up butts off the ground? No, it was literally a yellow pack that said, always save. I, I, who, who knew that? <laughs> always <laughs> safe. <laughs> okay, and he had beer. It was a silver can that just had beer stenciled no. on the side. 100%. So we get out on his boat. Just a simple dude. He and his wife, they live out They live out in a, a, a real modest little fucking two-bedroom joint right on the lake, you know. Uh, and uh, you can tell this is just this is how they eat. This is what they do, you know. And we go out there. We pull out all this catfish. And, and uh, we bring it back. And, dude, like, they, they were like a they were like, like a You got to eat the heart like of the catfish. Team. Yeah, his, his fucking, his, his grandpa just fucking. Cutting catfish yeah, throat, bleeding uh, them out. They get them back to the fucking deal. She laying them it? up. She's breading them. Were, dropping were them they karate them. chopping? Yeah, dude. They didn't even use knives. <laughs> they didn't even use clean the fucking it. scales. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, fucking they, impressive. They've done it a time or two. So they cooked up. You know, obviously not all of it. That's a lot of a lot of catfish. But we're a couple big boys. You know, we like, yeah, again. We spent a week playing. Oh. A week at three a days. We're trying to uh, just eat. I probably each other's ass twice. <laughs> Once before the catfish, once after, after the catfish. So I probably ate like, dude, I don't know, just an unhealthy amount of fried fish, <laughs> an unhealthy amount, like a, 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 a gluttonous amount of, I don't know, 15 pounds of catfish. I don't know. Like, well, how, That's how, too how much. much can you eat? That's I, too much I'm catfish. just snacking all fucking day. Both of us. We're just gorging ourselves like... I uh, burn four thousand calories a day. Yeah. I need six thousand. I need one hundred and twelve thousand calories. So, uh, we're driving back. We're on. Uh, we're driving back, and like, <clears throat> you know, we we make a couple stops. Whatever. I remember. I even got a. Fu- I got a ticket. I got pulled over. Oh, My buddy and but... I switched driving. We switched driving, and as soon as I pull out, I had been wearing my seatbelt this whole time, which is not like me. A lot of time back in the day, I'm just rolling fucking. What? I'm a dangerous danger dog. What? I'm a danger dog, bud. Okay. <laughs> oh Jesus. <clears throat> but we switched seats, and I just kind of forgot to throw my seatbelt back on. I pulled oh. out of this parking lot. It wasn't three minutes. I was pulled oh. over for not wearing a seatbelt. I'm like, you can't even do that in Missouri. What's the matter with you, fucking Oklahoma Smokies? I do- uh, I know I'm my rights. I know my rights. I'm from Missouri. Anyway, whatever. I got a ticket. So, Show me the ticket. And he's yeah. like, okay. okay fuck, here it is. <laughs> Ten bucks, dude. Get out of my face. You know? So we're driving down the uh, the o- Oklahoma Turnpike. And, dude, my guts start bubbling. And it is it is an army of catfish that have. Angry catfish they swimming have, their they way through your business with my, with my noose. Yes. They sure do. They sure do. They can't believe it. That I cooped them all up in such a tight little space. These conditions are not okay. You've ever been to a trout farm? <clears throat> We're driving down the turnpike, and I'm thinking for sure. I mean, it's a turnpike. There's all there's all kinds of places that you can go to the bathroom. Yeah. Not really. It's not really how turnpikes work. It's like a limited exits. So you're just fucking rocking and rolling, oh, baby. Oh, turnpikes. Let's fucking go. That's the definition of a turnpike. Well, I mean, that's usually how they work. Like, they'll have some stops, a few couple stops in between. A rest stops area. in the middle of rest yeah. areas. But other than that, you're Good in trouble. Luck. Yeah. My guts start bubbling, and I'm like, dude, next place. Next place you find, like, it's got to, you got to fuck. And it's Oklahoma, too, so it's not like I can go shit behind a tree. Like, it's just flat, barren nothingness. (laughs) What am I going to go do, shit in the field? (laughs) So, (laughs) hey, what's up, man? Uh, That's like your OnlyFans. That's your OnlyFans. That is my OnlyFans. I shit in random fields. (laughs) That's not bad. That'll play in Germany. That'll play in Germany, dude. They'll they'll be all over that. (laughs) Just have Mozart. A few million views. (laughs) 
All right, so I go, dude, you got what I don't, whatever the next stop is. Yeah, do it. You got to do it. And so you, you wipe know. your ass with a ticket, dude. It's, it's like at this point, it's starting to like hurt. Like, my, I think my pupils are fucking dilating. Like, I'm fucking, I'm struggling. You're almost bit. puking it I'm, out. Yeah, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm grabbing shit. You know, like, I'm like, dude, you gotta, you know, wherever you can, you gotta, like, this is emergent. This is emergent. Legs are trying got, to I'm sweating. I'm sweating. This is the worst thing I've ever You're in the backseat, like, yeah, well, if I did that, I'm actually trying to hold my breath as much as possible because with every breath, I just feel like I'm relaxing into this even more. So I'm like trying to hold everything. And I finally, dude, after like probably, this is the worst I've ever had to go. So I, I'm going to say like probably like 35 minutes no, after no, I no. like, like after it was already no, like a tr- dude, I'm hurting. Like I'm, I'm in a. Lot no, I can't of pain. do. You can't do that. I feel to like yourself. the toxins are just spilling <laughs> over into <laughs> my blood. This is, this is all bad. Everything's bad. When <laughs> I finally see, like, you know, bathroom, restroom, yeah. and I'm like, yes, yes. He pulls over at the stop, and I don't see a bathroom <laughs> anywhere. But there's like this trail that leads. And into your this. anus is getting ready when it I'm knows. I'm moving too. Like, when it I'm, knows. I'm I'm moving, okay? And uh, so, like, there's this path, and I don't see a bathroom, but what I do see is, like, like galvanized, um, like, uh, corrugated steel, right? Like, you know what I mean? And it's, it's, like, it's just, like, in the middle of, in the middle of nowhere. It's just this fucking field, uh... And there's like this, it's, it's a spiral. Okay. So really what the rest stop is, is like, it's, it's like a latrine, you know, at this point, I don't care. I'll shit the shoe. Like, you know, it's like, you know, the latrine's like a a, a dugout, like an outhouse type. Are you shitting it? No seat or anything? How's that seat? It's got that. Well, so I don't even. At first, I don't even know. I don't see a bathroom. Is what I'm getting. Yeah. At. Like you put a sign up for this. I mean, I'm glad. Thank you. <laughs> I knew where to stop because I would have never known. But I'm like walking towards it, and it's like though this, and it, it just kind of spirals. There's no door on the thing. You walk in. And gotcha. You know what I mean? And then gotcha. in the middle of in it, Amsterdam, the they have these S things that you can go yes, in. Ex- yes. Yeah. Exactly. So like a, on the S, there's like a toilet on each side. Yes. Of it. Yes. Yeah, so like just, when you get to the middle, this, this curly is just S. one side of it. Yep. Gotcha. <clears throat> and I get in, and it is a fucking. Oh but the no God. door thing's weird. It's the Texas fucking chainsaw massacre. No. Inside no. of it. It's the... the <laughs> no. No. <laughs> it is like... Candyman? The bathroom from like, Candyman? Yes. Like, what, what... Train spotting? There's never been anybody clean this bathroom. There's never nobody. There's... it's there's <laughs> From day one. Never. This thing was built in 1952... Stuck in the middle of a field in Oklahoma. There's probably some uh, oil workers at one point yeah. out there fucking eight decades ago. Yeah. Uh, I, can't, I can't sit down. I, I can't sit down in this place. There's no way I can sit down no. and, and live. Is there paper? Experience. There is paper. So I guess somebody's been there. You know, there's, there's a, a, there's a, and dude, it is, 
it's the shit that nightmares are made of. Yeah. It's like, because at this point I'm, I'm like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got to go now. I got to go. There's no getting back in the car. There's no, no, it's probably another fucking hour before we get it. And your body has prepared itself. My body. Yes. I, it's already in fucking, it's in flight mode. Yeah. It's in the fucking landing gear is, I mean, the word, the engines are engaged. Yep. 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 So cleared for takeoff. It's like one of the first times that I've had to do just like the mad hover. You know, I'm just really trying to figure out, like, wh- how exactly I make this work. It was horrific. Meanwhile, there's a guy like, hey, man, <laughs> you done in there? there? Like, <laughs> out of all the fucking I'm places. not going to be done <laughs> until tomorrow, pal. <laughs> I all live right. here now. I, this is my life. <laughs> this is all the catfish are plopping around, going back to their home. <laughs> and, I mean, you know, that's pretty much the gist of the story. I end up going out to the fucking... I, it was... I... Oh God, dude! It was just the worst thing. I, I fucking P, I, I'm not trying to belittle PTSD or anything, but like it was one of those things where I'm like, I, I, I a lot of times you walk up to like a park bathroom or something like that, like no fucking yeah. way, no way. This was worse than any city park bathroom. God, dude, by a factor of four. Oh God. Oh God, dude. And I waited an hour. Like that's the whole thing. Is like, hey, I'll tell you what though. Uh, after waiting an hour. Thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you for putting this here. Thank you for not making me shit my pants. Thank you for giving me the... You shit in the woods, though, right? Yeah. I keep a thing in That's what I'm saying. Room. There's a tree. I, I, at that point, I would have... Yeah, I would have... The best went, way to do it, though, is... Did a little wall sit. I used to do this. Yeah. Not, not a fan of that. Yeah, anymore. you're going to get your heels if you're not careful. What I do is I find, like, a vine or a branch. Yeah, get you out. Get and out I, there. And I'll pull it, you know, I go hold it. So that way I'm leaning back. But every once in a while, that thing will snap, and you go <laughs> <laughs> right into your own shit. Yeah, you gotta be careful oh, doing that. That's the worst part. Going through some twists and turns. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the long. I'm sorry for the long poop story, Kush Coach. It is what it is. What's up, Kush Coach? What How you doing, it? buddy? Hey, we, listen, I've never been to Colorado outside of the Denver airport. Where I ain't never been to Colorado. Colorado. But I've been inside your latrine. <laughs> Ooh, well, I almost started calling it a latrine. Yeah, I gotta go to latrine. Um, yeah, we're gonna go visit the Kush coach, whether he likes it or not. Just so I can go up there, I'm gonna give him one of these. Oh, you give him one of the fucking crippling chest slaps? <laughs> Dang, he's gonna dude. get one. I don't care. I'll, I'll travel all he's the way to Colorado. A, I, I watch his videos. He did a video, a couple videos with our uh, buddy Steve Geeter. Uh, from Canifest, we did a little video with him too. So you're not the only one. Cause, cause yeah, I know the only one can do it. He's like, I did, with Steve I, did, I, did I did too. I did too. Well, I maybe we'll do too. Gator. Maybe I'm our time Kush just Coach. hasn't gotten here yet, Kush Coach. I'm growing OG Kush too, from Immaculate Seeds. Are you really? <coughs> what do you got? What do you? What, what are you? What, I got two blue tangy got? going. Blue tangy. Uh, a couple magic. <coughs> Magic Malone. Magic Malone. And then what I'm really going to... <laughs> I know you do, <laughs> What's really going to blow everybody's minds is the OG Kush I'm running from Immaculate Seeds. And you know why I'm why? running Kush? Because of the Kush coach? Because I know I can grow better Kush <laughs> than, than the, the coach. Kush coach. Your very first grow? <laughs> My very yeah, first was uh, 38% THC. <laughs> yeah, What's up, guys? I don't know how it's so hard. You can put a little water on Check it. Check out the terpene percentage. It's so hard. Put a little water on it. That's what I did. That's all I do. 
Is that what, what uh, talking about weed a little bit, like what is the most, I think last night you mentioned a little bit, what's the most daunting thing? So far about it. Like, what's the most intimidating waiting. thing about... Well, that's... Yeah, yeah. The wait. <gasps> the waiting is the hardest part. That's probably it. Um, no, the most daunting thing is watering. Watering's... Uh, I feel like it's one of those things that it's always... Uh, hey, uh, we're camping. Collect me some firewood for starting the fire. And they come back, and you think that's a pretty, like, simple, like, hey, you know you need the little ones to start the fire. Everybody knows that. Well, someone will come back with, like, big logs, and you're like, yeah, yeah I need Yeah, those. I need kindling. Though. I just need something to start this fire. Like, okay, mm-hmm. where ever you think it's, like, everyone's logic. Some things, you're like, oh, yeah, uh, when you try to say, hey, rest that thing over here, and it's, like, a Amelia Bedelia situation where they don't, like, what does that mean? That was a terrible analogy. I don't know. Okay, so... Uh, but what you're doing, the fucking watering, everybody says the, the most common mistake is the watering. And I'm like, what? Overwatering, underwatering? I'm like, they always kind of look fucking dry to me, but they always kind of look like they could be overwatered too. I don't quite okay. understand. I'm with and, you. And then a lot of like the pros will go by weight. They just kind of know what the weight of one that needs water is and what the weight of it is that doesn't need water. I get it. So a couple of them will give you hints like uh, fill it up until you see a little bit of water come out those holes at the bottom and then your top soil will get like dry from here on the top then you can reapply some water and then there's watering when you have your nutrients when you're trying to add the nutrients the most intimidating part so far is what do i do next like what do i do next not to fuck this up yeah and also maybe planning ahead right like to so that you can keep a rotation of medicine going oh totally because i mean our home grow law is pretty fucking cool it's pretty fucking cool awesome i wish like i wish it was uh more I yeah. just because like seems silly to put an arbitrary number on it. like, Hey, you can grow this, but you can only grow this much. Like, what? yeah, Fuck, what's the yeah let them grow. Let these guys, Not to mention, let like, these guys and girls they're grow. They're also like gorgeous flowers. They're Dude. also just pretty plants. Dude. They're so If I didn't cool. even want to fucking smoke this shit, they're I just so want to cool. look at it. I know. I just look Sometimes at it. I just want to look at it. It's all look, you can do. Look at that. 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 I said, would you look at it? I'll hook you up with a <clears throat> Mac one. Or Mac 2. A Mac 2. Mac 1, 2. We grew OG Kush last harvest. Love it. Yeah, with a Mac 1, 2. He wants to get you a cut of Mendel's breath. Coach's cut. Okay, Coach's cut. baby. Whoa. Look at the leaves and their size. How much water can a tiny plant pull up? Okay. Well, that's the, th- that's like the deal. Like, your first go, Kush, though, Kush. Is, is, is what, like, it, you, you kind of get to know how much that is. Yeah, you asshole. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no. Kush coach, here's the deal. Um, I had a couple that I was just germinating some old seeds I had, and I was like, I don't fucking know where these came from. I just wanted to practice germinating, so that way when I had some actual seeds that are fucking 10 bucks for a pack, I didn't fuck those up. I'm still learning that shit. Little did you know that those like little random seeds you had was like the most fire fucking genetics you've ever... Purple Skittle cookies, man. (laughs) And so... Unicorn cum. (laughs) Oh! It's coming, baby. Put it inside of me. <laughs> uh, so then uh, uh, they they grew they they 
didn't like their seeds didn't pop off all the way. Uh, okay. The seed shell and then the leaves were messed up. So they got to about this big, right? Okay. They got those cotyledons on there. And then they got a couple other ones going, the Cody's. And then they got the other two leaves sprouting. But they were kind of, I, I, I want to be, uh, you know, I can grow 18 little ones to, and still be compliant. But I want to, like you said, I want to schedule one out. I want to do these from immaculate seeds. I want to grow these other two. I want to just kind of do it all. That's one of the things I want to do it all. I wish I had 10 tents just fucking sure. going, dude. Um, so then these, I took them out. Moved all the dirt around them because I was just going to get rid of these. They were fucking, I was like, I was taking up space or whatever. I had them in these little containers. And when I took them out, the fucking root system on something this big. Crazy, huh? I mean, the roots were that this fast? long. I mean, how many days? And there were six strands that each had little strands going off. Maybe a week. I mean, even when you germinate them, that fucking first tap root is crazy it's like okay and you got to make sure to plant that tap root down because i was looking like sometimes the tap roots will come up and i think i did that on one where one is a real healthy and it's weird like out of those <clears throat> i grew three of those uh malones mm -hmm. and one's real little <clears throat> one These looks are the pretty, flowers. yeah and yeah. one looks crazy good and it's yeah. like reaching high but then they're like there's just uh it's like web MDing something yeah. That's a perfect analogy for it. If I feel like if you want to find something uh, that you think is probably happening, you can find the information and be like, yeah, that's what's happening. Yeah. You know, but then there's also like, oh, this means this, typically. This means this, typically. This means, you know, if you got your leaves look like this, no, no sound, sound for me. Well, you better uh, restart it, hon. Better start it up. Better kiddo. start it up. Look, look, maybe, maybe you got it on silent, hon. Hon, bun. <laughs> Um, so <clears throat> I, I don't know. It's, it's just a whole, Oh, and the, now I have these two that are about this big. They have four leaves on them and I just started them in these plastic ones Okay. and the root system at the bottom of the plastic dish. The thing's only this big mm -hmm. and it's got roots everywhere in the bottom of this. So okay. the root system is the most impressive thing I've ever seen. Cause I don't garden. I don't plant. You know, roots have always been a fucking like, fuck, a fucking root. I'm trying to fucking dig something here, yeah. man. So roots to me have always been a pain in the ass, pain in the ass. But I've always said, shit, there's a tree over there. There's not any uh, other tree. Half the trees underground. And I'm digging yep. a fucking root this thick. Yep. It's going to go find wherever it needs what? to find. Yeah. Like that's pretty wild. So that's probably the most interesting thing for me to just put it on a level of all of the shit we talk about all the time. Kush Goats wants to connect with you over the phone. He can really help you get through the seedling stage. Call him up. Kush Coach, I'm Call not going to <laughs> give you my phone number, you pervert. So a plant <laughs> that, that size till it gets its first two sets of full leaves, maybe 20 milliliters every two 250 days. 250 milliliters. Unless if you're keeping humidity high. See, that's one thing. I can't keep... Big roots, big fruits. I can't yeah, keep baby. the humidity high in my tent. I can only keep it to about 40%. Okay. But I don't have a humidifier yet. Okay. So I guess I need a humidifier and maybe a fan. I don't have a humidifier. Say I have a dehumidifier. You don't want that. Thanks, Craig. You don't want that, but I was going to help you. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I might have a humidifier. No, it's, it's a dehumidifier. I go in there and shrivel. <laughs> <laughs> Crip Keeper. This is Crip Keeper strain. 
No, it's true. <laughs> shrivels yeah, up like when you smoke it, it fucking kills you. Big roots, big fruits. I I'm getting a shirt. Let's make that's it. Let's make it. Let's do it. That's we'll the make best fucking saying. Big roots, big fruits. We'll make them. Um, those in the right amount of drug shirts. We're going to do those. And I, I was... The transferring thing is weird, too. Because I assumed germinate, paper towel, take to a small one. That's small the, pot. Small pot. That way you got a little control over the water and you're not wasting all the shit. Then when the roots get kind of around the outside, you can kind of pop it out real easy and then exchange it to the next one. Well, I thought you could do that with autoflowers, but the thing about autoflowers is if they reach the edge, apparently, of their growing medium, they're going to start going into flower. So that's the crazy thing about autoflowers. Like, I think Geeter's growing uh, a one-gallon, two-gallon, three-gallon, or a three-gallon, four-gallon. He's got the gallon difference in his autoflowers in those malones yeah <clears throat> and did you see him on his last I didn't instagram one, huh? yeah and it's crazy because it's a uh i mean the shit the the pot isn't much bigger than this and it just grew a weed plant about this high and he trimmed it so it looks like one fucking bud pretty much going all the way up the middle like one kind of cola starting from the bottom and going really up. it's a wild looking thing that was another thing i thought was so cool if you had a bunch of little auto flowers and like you said just they fucking you know you just liked the having them as plants they're just free yeah, they're growing cool. them and you could do that instead of you know like oh i got a perennial that kind of sits around and does nothing most of the year and then for a little while it does yeah. something like this you could always kind of pop seeds dude in i always, don't know if there's anything prettier little than like where, you know the flush right before harvest when just all of those purples oh. And golds and Dude, I mean, just gorgeous colors coming through the that fan purple leaves. and lime green is fucking so cool. Mixed Kush has like got a- his in one gallon and three gallon pots, his magic melons. And it looks okay. like Allie said you're welcome to her humidifier uh, since her garden is done for now. If you want to try it out, okay. all right, right on. Okay, Fine. for seedlings, just put a clear cup over the plant, and that will raise humidity. I did have. Um, <clears throat> Ziploc bags over it. It's just one of those things I love researching too. Oh, like, right. you know, like you ever, you ways, you ever right? buy yourself a fucking like TV or a radio and you're like, well, this is a, th- I'm going to spend 200 or $300 on this. Uh, well, we do it for this stuff all the time. Like when we research the stream deck or research no the fucking sure. camera. Yep. That's fun to me. I get off on like all of the lots of learn. new and not. Yeah. I Yesterday you're like, Hey, see so if you can put mics on the stream deck, watch Boom! Yeah, like that shit's great. That was great. I mean, and that's one of our things that's been. I love seeing a roadblock in my life and figuring out a way around. You know, not real ones, obviously, because I'm a piece. You know, I still got a lot of garbage. But you know, something simple like this, I'll go ahead and take care of that. You know what I mean? And that's what uh, you know. There's a lot of people that are trying. I've had a few people reach out like, "What are you? What are you doing? What are you using?" And I'm like, (laughs) "Figure it out yourself, motherfucker." (laughs) We tell you nothing. I'm happy to help. But, yeah, we'll help you. Out. We'll, um, we'll help you. Out. But yeah, like it's been, dude. This has been a few years where it's like you know you find a couple of different things here and there to add. Hell, oh. last night we just started to have fun with the green. Really, started having some fun with the green screen. That the dare lion. We showed the dare lion skit. Uh, I, love, I love when people <clears throat> come in here too, and, and even when they don't come in here, but they'll say, "So, who taught you guys all this stuff? Like, what did you go, did to, you go to school, school? for?" A, yeah. Broadcasting. I know. No, we did YouTube grown, we're, we're a couple of grown men with too much time yeah. on our hands. Uh, a lot of friends. Not a ton of friends a and a neglected family. So, yeah. you know, yeah. whatever. Families who won't. Dude, you know what Kush Coach did the other funerals. day? 
You know what Kush Coach did the other day, bud? He took me down fucking memory lane. How? Well, he posted a little video on his page, and uh, he said, uh, is anybody else down with the crown? And he showed a tattoo, and he had a Cottonmouth Kings tattoo. Do you remember who the Cottonmouth Kings were, bud? Remember those cats? Yes, they fucking tormented my life. Who, was the, who, who in your circle was a big uh, Cottonmouth guy? Mark? Who do you think? Jay Jimmy Jay. Nuggs. Oh, that makes sense. Dude, they're the worst. I saw them live. It was one of the most fun fucking shows I have ever, to this day, one of those things like, <clears throat> did they not play their music? They played their music. That was, no. their music was so good, dude. No. No. It was, so they had fucking, they brought out this fun, and dude, this is 2000. It was October 11th, the year 2000, the juke joint. In Springfield, Missouri, which was like now it's a library, but it was this really the cool venue. Joint. It was this really cool venue. It th- turned into the Rockwell, and then it and then it became a library. But uh, it's fucking huge, like a you know, well, huge by small venue standards. Like it was just a big. It was like Pops, built pretty much like Pops. Oh, really? That is huge. Yeah, it's pretty good size, right? And uh, but so here's the deal. So like the first band that came out, the openers were this little band called Rehab. Oh yeah, no, I didn't know. Who, nobody knew who they were. I don't even think they came out with bartender yet. But like, all right, I'm, I'm kind of into these dudes. Yeah, that's a great song. I haven't thought about that song in forever. Then, out comes the the a band I like. I just I'd never heard anything like it before. I'd never heard anything like this band before. I don't ever turned. I don't ever came of them. But I, I was convinced they were going to be fucking huge. Uh, they were called the uh, Lincoln Park. Oh, Jesus. Dude, it was fucking, it was awesome. There's, you know, a thousand people in this joint, maybe, you know. And you got like, dude, I'll show you the video. There's a, Somebody put the video on YouTube. The sound's trash, but you can look at like Mike Shinoda and Chester and they look like they're, Jesus, dude, they look like they're 18 years old. You know, they're 17. Probably just, pretty young. They're young. Yeah. And they come out there, dude, and like. Just absolutely fucking blew our blew my mind, blew everybody's mind. Like that place was fucking, it was out of control. And me and my buddy looked at each other and we're like, "Dude, that was like yes. we were just blown away by yes. this thing." It was like it was probably three or four weeks. Eh, it's probably like two or three weeks later. Uh, TRL was going big, and then you know Carson Daly's like, well, you know, introduce this new band, whatever, and they fucking. I think at the time it was, dude, yeah, dude, I, what, like, like, I remember where I was the first One time. Closer, I think is what their first hit was. Oh, is that uh, the the bathroom? It was like a bathroom. Uh, the the vidi. Was that the first song? Yeah, I think so. Whatever it was, the first video I saw by them was like the bathroom, and they're like breaking mirrors and shit like that. That I. I'll never forget. I was in my basement and they played it like in that insomniac yep. hour. I yep. used to love the insomniac hour when they would just play videos. At <laughs> oh yeah. Night. No doubt. Love that shit. That's the first no time doubt. I heard fucking Hootie and the Blowfish no too. That was, was, I was a kid and just that came on and I was like, what the fuck is it? Yeah. <laughs> it don't feel No doubt I'm going to laugh at you and you go out with my friend. I was like, these guys, what this is the best song I ever heard? Yep. And then I remember a uh, fucking month later, yep. they're like selling more albums yep. than the fucking Fleetwood Mac and Eagles. It's crazy. Is it dude. the Eagles or Fleetwood Mac? The Eagles, probably. Yeah, it is the Eagles. Yeah. But so, so they blew our, I blew my mind. You know, me and my friend were like, they're going to be fucking huge, dude. Oh, cool. I know. I'm just, I'm just fucking with you, Coach. That was the first. The of, here killed him. So. That was the first of, uh, I know, rest in peace, Chester. Um, oh, wait. No, I thought he was talking about Cottonmouth Kings. 
Oh, that's true. Yeah, no, actually, there's, uh, there's, I think only like Delokes left, and uh, there's a handful of them. Left. There's two of them that are dead now. From, did someone from ex- did someone play them I, their own CDs? I, come on, man, dude. <laughs> I so like I'm He's like, like Lincoln Park, Lincoln Park. Like just if the show ended right there, I'm like, fuck, that was worth the money. Like that was amazing. That was fucking great. Then this band should have like, bought a shirt. Then this band, Corporate Avenger, came out. Okay, and these dudes were like, <laughs> Suburban Noise Records was a weird label that had like Head PE is on that. Like they're oh, the yeah, only yeah. other big one that yeah. that, <clears throat> that I that really <coughs> was on that label that I could think of. <coughs> but uh, this Corporate Avenger band comes out, and they were like white fucking makeup, black. Uh, uh, they they look like uh, uh, goddamn like like ministries, like a heavy metal band, right? Springfield, Missouri is the buckle of the Bible Belt. It is the fucking it's oh, the yeah. international headquarters. It's basically the Vatican for the Assemblies of God. They have very, very big sway down there. Like you saw the church, but downtown is the headquarters for everything. Still probably not as big as James River, but one like, of the most impressive buildings note, I've seen. As far <laughs> note as for a church, shit goes. Uh, Lou Dog, yes sir. And Saint Dog just died. Oh, Lou Dog left. Got it. There's a guy named Pop Lou Dog in Cottonmouth Kings. Yeah, dude, they're fucking. Come were on, they before bro. Sublime? Probably about. The, I mean, they probably were coming up. I bet you they were partying at that. So they had party. a dog named Lou Dog, and then this. No, he was actually yeah, after yeah. Brad died. Lou he Dog was like, the, I'm going to do my thing. <laughs> he started playing the bass. Uh, so. Uh, this corporate Avenger band lead singer out. killed himself. Pack died. Lou Dog left. And Saint Dog just died. I'm sorry. I'm just reading the comments <laughs> from this. Book. So uh, they come out and they the first song they start with is the, the Bible is bullshit. Is the name of this song <laughs> and it's just heavy. <laughs> The Bible is bullshit. The Bible is. This is after Lincoln no, Park just no. took us on an absolute journey, like a a, a sonic yeah. landscape that the likes no one's like ever heard. Yeah, the likes no one's ever heard. And these guys come out and do the Bible is bullshit. I'm like, look, this is a rock show with a bunch of potheads for sure, but you're still in Springfield. I don't know how this one's gonna play, bud. I don't know how this was. If anything, maybe maybe may make it a little jazzy or something. Something we can like move and our hips. Springfield to. people can lend me my tape, my hairy sweaty tape. <laughs> so it was rough. People were like, uh then we come back. Guys, we shouldn't play uh Springfield sucks a big dog. I, but I, I got uh, but uh so uh so <laughs> I, I think there was another band in between there. But Hey guys, should we play Missouri People Smell? <laughs> yeah, let's play the Missouri. Oh shit, we should play a different set list let's, let's, play, let's play the other one. Springfield Dians can't read. <laughs> Damn, dude. Damn. <laughs> Here's what I remember. Right before fucking Cottonmouth came on, that fucking place was so chonged out with fucking pot smoke. Cool. And I, this was like, I'm cool, six, bud. 16. That I'm probably 16. explains a lot. Your brain wasn't yeah. fully developed yet. Yeah, I'm 16. Uh, and like, you know, all the lights come out. When they come back on, they had like eight fucking plants. Uh, just they used to do that all the time. All the way to the ceiling. Huge plants, whatever. These dudes Those are out. fake. Everybody starts, like, they start walking out on stage and they just start joints and just start throwing them out to the crowd. 
That's pretty cool. Pretty fucking cool. Except they're laced. Then, yeah, then the before. Ketamine. <laughs> That's the only way people I can get through known. their music. I would have never known. <laughs> so they did the whole that you're like, all right. That's how you know your music's good. Everybody you got to get everyone here, ripped. On that side of the wall. Everybody from oh, here. Oh, God, you're going to make us do stuff. On that wall. And as I soon as they start up, as soon as they start up, a lot of work. Dude, I'm, I'm 16 and I'm buck. I'm ready to yeah, fucking. Yeah, of course you I'm are. There's always a couple of assholes. I'm there. ready to go, bud. Everybody on the left side of the room, go get to the right side of the room. Everybody on the right side of the room, get to the left side of the room. They start playing music and there is just a fucking explosion in the middle of everybody trying cool, to get Cool, people getting hurt. Us. Oh, sure, probably. People getting not hurt me. at a concert. Not me. <laughs> here's, here's a reenactment. Steve at 16. <laughs> Greg at 16. Yeah! <laughs> I love this band! <laughs> Crackback block. You are made <laughs> <Whoa>! Ray Lewis. <laughs> Same concert, brother. That was when Cottonmouth came on. Cottonmouth came on. That's how they started. And after that, buddy, we were just everybody was just ripping joints. And bump so, and Steve, how was the Cottonmouth Kings concert? <laughs> Pretty fun. Craig broke my neck. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty fun. Oh. Oh. Anyway, Cottonmouth That's Kings fun. just let the nuts hang. Every day. Thing. How we hang, how we hang. They had like one semi-popular yeah, song. Oh, uh, yeah. I was. Um, it was, was a little it? bit later, though. Listen, here's the deal. I I need to revisit them, I guess, because my roommate just put them on in the background. I get it. And I was like, Bud, play something else. Play something else. Well, see, I also had like play a ridiculous something else, system in my bud. car, so they had like that song bump, and I'm like, bump, 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 bump. That's bump. the sound. Of 15s while they're hitting it much wrong. Bump, bump, bump. Reefer Madness was probably one of their bigger ones. Like 7 million hits on it. It's all right. I mean, do you think guys like that do more or less? Or, or they do, do they do good or bad uh, for, for, for the movement. cannabis movement? And that's, that's a stupid way to put it. But do you think Well, they're... I think that there is an old guard that was preaching – cannabis culture before it was something to fuck something the corporate cannabis came into and like a very select few i never really got into cypress hill and it's yeah. a, it's a similar sound right like it's a very similar sound uh oh so is it I, a lot of their songs kinda, yeah kind of kind of just yeah. like I, I feel like kind of the same range as far as kind of how the, i, was, how I the assumed it was five guys making hip-hop songs and then they never listened to each other's it's five separate rooms and then they just brought all of them together, and they're like, yeah, fucking throw, whatever. And they're all at, like, different beat timings and sure. signatures. They have no idea what's going uh, on. So, no, I think that for the longest time. That's the one thing I do like about them. I think they were good for it. I think, I, like, fuck I, it. Like, I think that fuck for the longest time. Fuck yeah. Fucking, like, fucking, little, like, fucking Southern California. Yeah, dude. That, like, dude, you're cool as fuck. Like, it's fuck. And. Like, I couldn't pull it off. No, no You know what I mean? No, like, no, it, that's something you got to no. be born into. Totally. And, like, people are like, oh, that's terrible. And you're like, yeah, dude, you kind of look like your typical stoner. But it's also like, oh, they got careers out of this shit. And they probably inspired a whole generation no, no of people doubt. to say, fuck that. 
I'm smoking weed. I'm not listening to what they fucking, the law tells me to do when it comes to smoking a plant. I'm going to do it. It's pretty fucking harmless to where, you know, if people like that didn't exist, uh, I feel like there wouldn't have been so much anecdotal evidence mm-hmm. of my friends and mm-hmm. people that I knew throughout the years that sure. smoked and they're like, it's not a big deal. It's not like people will be real with you. They're like, dude, it's not heroin. Yep. It's fucking weed. Like you can smoke a joint and go back to your house later. Like it's not, and you might not even, no one may even ever know. I just, dude, I've got a fucking, I've got, I've always had a soft spot for fucking outlaws, dude. Oh like, yeah. For I, sure. I, I, for I, sure. I, I love people. I love that say, shit. I'm not fucking hurting anybody. I'm going to do what the fuck I want to do. I'm going to address how I want to You notoriously love rapists too, which uh, is no, weird. No, uh, those are yep, criminals. That's you. No. I don't love criminals. Yep. yep that's what you just outlaws. said. That's what you just I love said. outlaws, not criminals. <laughs> Uh, what's the difference? Well, an outlaw is just someone that lives outside the law. They, they might the, be breaking laws that aren't affecting other people, that aren't hurting other people. A criminal is, is performing criminal other. acts against someone else. Okay. That's hurtful. Okay. You got me on so, that one. You got me on that one, sir. Hell yeah. KMK was a huge inspiration behind what I do as a Kush coach. That's, I guess, like, if you ask, like, there's an old guard yeah. that made this thing eventually become a, a, a viable uh, a legal job. Like, for the longest time, there was there we the, the Tomb of the Unknown Dealer, bud. Like, salute to everybody who made cannabis... We're, we're here because of that. ...available when bands like Cottonmouth and, and they were writing music about... That's all they they're trying to do. They're just trying to get fucking too. high with my buddies, man. Yeah, and there were people that risked everything to make that available for all of us. So, fucking junkies, you know. And look, I don't think cotton, I don't think the Cottonmouth County, I don't think Deloke is showing up to to City Hall uh, in fucking you know fucking flat bill hat and fucking you know like I don't think he's you know, fucking a shirt twelve sizes too big. I don't think he's going to argue for the cause for it. He's just taking care of the culture. Let somebody else go. One million percent. That's you know what, what I'm mean? saying. Like. How much inspiration? Came high Society out of these was guys. my jam. That High Society was a good album. Uh, Royal Highness, I thought, was a pretty good album. Uh, yeah. When were they at their peak popularity? Would you say? For, right around when I saw them, two thousand ninety eight. Okay. Two thousand. But here's what was cool about them. Like another thing, another fucking nod to the culture was every four twenty they were releasing. Uh, that was when their That's new album fun. was coming out. So it was like something to look forward to when you were going to get with your friends and blaze up on 420. It's like, ah, there's a new fucking cop mouth. I'll throw that in for a little bit. That's, and that is the culture. Like, That's what that it is. sublime culture That's to me. That's what it is. That, that Southern Cal yep. culture. That's what it was for me for the, the, the smoking. And then I started to learn about the Northern Cali type deal. And it's become like a funny cliche and stereotype to kind of be like Flatville hat and dude. Cause it's, it, you know, like yeah. kind I'm of into it though. Like, I'm into I all of it. I love lifestyles. No like doubt. we talk about, uh, I and even if I don't culture, like, them, I love, uh, I love like, Jeep culture. Just like yep. taking a peek into it. I know sure. you hate Jeeps with yeah, a fine. passion. It's whatever. It's uh, fine. Harley culture or like now it's becoming more just motorcycle, motorcycle culture. Um, but all these little, yeah, but there's still very much Harley one. culture inside of motorcycle culture. Too. Is there, like, I would assume up, so. you show up to a lot of rallies or something with a fucking foreign bike and people are going to be like, that's not like a custom shop or something. Like, what the fuck is this nerd doing here? Really? You know, like I am fascinated by that type of shit. LARPing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like all sure. these people who are like, 
I don't care this what any crew, of the world This is what we do. This is what we love. I'm going to find the people that yes, love what I love. Dude, and I share that with them. dig that shit. It's great. And they forget about all the rest of the shit. Fucking great, Because that's, so, that, that's the psychosis of humanity that's like, I don't want people to think A, B, and C about me. And then you find these cultures and they're like, oh, I don't care really outside of this little group that I've formulated for yeah. myself. That's even like the Magic the Gathering things that we've talked sure. about. I always was like, I don't think I'd be into it. And they're like, dude, this is what you, you do. play this in life, bud. Dude, <laughs> when you said that about Dungeons and Dragons, like, I don't know if I get it. I'm like, you have 40 wings. What do you mean you don't get it? What does that mean? There's what no does board. it all mean, There's Basil? No board. Uh, we're about overdue for a we're break, but, but 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 I think the reason why when he brought it up and I just hadn't <clears> thought about it for so long, you know, he, and he just acknowledged on the text line like ninety eight to 02 was their big time. That's exactly my high school career, and so when I'm you know not a lot of people were smoking pot in high school. I mean there were there yeah, were few. there were some, but like it yeah. was still a smaller Taboo, crowd. a little bit it was too. still a smaller crowd. So like. The ones that did, like, there were these little things that were just for us. Nobody was going to understand cotton mouth yeah. games. You know what I mean? Except for the few people that smoked weed. And that was a really impressionable time for me, 98 to 02. <laughs> you know? And so I was like, I just thought it was yeah. fucking cool. Like, I was I, high I dug, school. I dug their fucking album art. Their their videos had hot broads in them. Like, it was yeah. great. Yeah, dude. This it was one, great. I remember a big turning, <clears throat> big turning point in my life was we had a guy who looked like Tom Petty, like 50-year-old Tom Petty. Nice. That's what he looked like <clears throat> on my soccer team in ninth, Oh, like as he was your age? Yeah, he was our age, but looked like fucking Tom Petty, dude. <laughs> like, like, like you smoked for fucking like, hey, man, <laughs> had that haircut, and he was just kind of always fucking. As a center midfielder go, he was a fucking star. <clears throat> we had two center midfielders like this. That you're controlling the entire game. It should if you be have your a best good player. One. Yeah, yeah. If, if you have a it's good your quarterback, one, if you have Zidane in the midfield, yeah. and they were very much like, get the ball. I'm see chill. the field. You're a quarterback. Boom. Here's a pass yep. over there. Boom. Start everything, and it seemed like they weren't even working that fucking hard. But then, yep. if they needed to, they could sprint back on defense like you've never seen anyone run. Yep. <clears throat> so I always admired this kid. I was like, he's just a good fucking soccer player. Like naturally i don't know if he even tries that hard but god damn he's good he just gets it and i remember the kids <clears throat> some of the kids going to my coach and i'm like overhearing i'm in the corner like like oh i'm okay i'm overhearing the conversation and they go hey it's like his spinach he needs like his spinach and they were trying to talk our coach <clears throat> into letting this kid smoke a joint before the game because our coach was he didn't have a kid on the team he was just a fucking wild fan of soccer and it was you know yeah. gotten to the uh you know and this what kid's used Popeye to be with his bush his, with his spinach with yeah and he was fucking wanted to smoke they just wanted to be up front with him that he's going to get high on this out-of-town tournament we need a place to smoke this joint you know and i'm i'm not smoking any weed at this point in my life this is uh, i didn't How really old do you smoke. think you are 16, 16 okay. yeah, probably 15, 16 right there. Okay. Uh, maybe 17, you know, but I don't think we were driving at the time yet. God, I don't think I could roast a bone and play, man, at the time. Oh, dude. So he goes, I forget what the coach said. I mean, I could now in later knowing, years. But. Knowing this coach, I feel like he's like, that's goddamn, we're goddamn ridiculous. How dare you even bring it up? How dare you? That's a... 
Here's the key. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, ridiculous yeah. that you would even. I, you insult me. You insult me. He was that fucking guy. Like, he was down to win. I'm, and I'm he old. was a good coach. Like, he didn't have any skin in the Maybe game. Maybe we are, Kush Coach. Maybe we're best friends, but you're going to have to fight the madman for <laughs> So then, and he goes out there, and he has himself a game. And I'm like, oh, man. Weed isn't bad for everybody. I immediately... Used to get high as hell before an MMA fight. Oh no, he can actually fight. You are Son fucked. Of- you are fucked, buddy. Fight every time. Steve every always time. picks the fights with the professional fighters. I'm like, nice ears, dopey. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to your ears, nerd? Oh, the guy just like fucking drains it on him. Oh, like, no, dude, no. <laughs> Let's go to break. We gotta go to break. You gotta poop. We gotta. We gotta no, poop. I'm actually feeling a lot better. I oh, push good. it down. And, oh, um, good. It's like seeping into, my, into yep. my body. Right I like right. that. Just real quick, concise. Mm, yep. <laughs> it's not good. Real concise. Are you for real, Biden? <laughs> You can really fight? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I got to poop now again, actually. Cusco <laughs> <laughs> just going to destroy you. That pay-per-view, that. Oh, well, we can raise some money. We can do that. We'll raise some money. Kush Coach, uh, we're going to raise some money for... Uh, well, you do a lot of no, charity no. stuff. We do a lot of charity. Kush All you got to do is just fucking break Bro, I can't, I can't do that, dude. No, I hear you. Maybe we'll grease up and wrestle each other. Mm, I like mm. that. Yeah. No ghee. <laughs> no no gee super grease. <laughs> no. No gee super grease. That's that, a fucking tournament idea. That's right a tournament idea. One. Well, the bachelor had already did it. No gee super grease. All right, here's the deal, guys. Uh we're gonna go to break. Uh I gotta call my kids. Hour. You gotta call your kids. Hour and eleven minutes. I know. I know. Jesus. I know. I'd be down, guys. Fuck yeah. I know you're I know you're down to raise some money. Three exclamation points after hearing the old Let's have grease. a Royal Rumble. Let's do a for real Royal Rumble. There, people will die, dude. Let's do a for real Royal Rumble. How are we going to do a for uh, an MMA Royal Rumble? Do they have those? Well, I mean, the Royal, you got to throw people out of the ring. Well, you'd knock them out. You couldn't it'd throw be, somebody out of the octagon? You could, but it'd be tougher than a, than a wrestling than, than a Well, I'm saying you got a boxing ring or a wrestling ring. Knock someone out. They're laying on the ground. They're just <laughs> grappling with their own. I'm into it. I'm into it. It's time we bring back just good physical contest, you know? <laughs> <laughs> All right, flopping. Uh, you just relax, Jessica. Ugh. All right. Uh, on the other side of the break, we're going to keep doing this. So we'll see you then. Best morning show in Missouri and the world. You got that right, Jack. Oh, wait a minute. Let me do this beforehand. What are you doing? I'm what do are this? you doing? Boom. Why are you turning that off? Is it for the commercials? Yeah. Oh, I thought we were going to dance a little bit for the commercials. Oh. No, okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. No. I'm kidding. <laughs> Five minutes. Oh, man. 
Welcome back, Hoosier Sophisticates Morning Show, Hour 2. This show is brought to you by Sweet Leaf Emporium. Sweet Leaf Emporium is opening here in Festus this Friday, November 27th, Black Friday, the day after Thanksgiving. You want to come in here, maybe you need a new glass piece, maybe you need some rolling papers, whatever you need for your maybe smoking you need your needs. Cleaned. Maybe you need your pee cleaned. That's entirely possible. I clean piss. Uh, Steve actually goes through, it's a whole mouthwash kind of, <laughs> kind of situation. I drink pee and then pee it out and it's clean you as filter a it. Whistle. You refilter it. Clean as a whistle. Clean as a whistle? <laughs> Sweet Leaf Emporium makes this entire show possible. And Sweet this Leaf Friday, Emporium. Sweet Leaf Festus, where the palatial mycelial media studios, oh, uh, yeah. exist. Uh, and we're getting some stuff done, but we're getting some art up on the walls. We're Looks good. Your stencils look great, man. Dude, I'm fucking juiced about it. Maybe we'll turn the camera here. Who you got up on the wall? Show. We've got... Uh, do we want to well, say? Yeah, I'm happy to. Let's see if I can do this here. Here, can we get... What's the best way to do this? Just turn it. We'll see if it stays on. Yeah. All right. You guys see that there? So... I'll go to Maine. Upper left... Above the door, you have Maria Sabina, and I think you guys know who the guy is next. It looks like he looks a lot like Seth, but that is Terrence McKenna. Obviously, we have uh, one of my favorite artists there. Uh, oh, there we go. Look at that. Hey, uh, yeah. Who's that guy? That's Salvador Dali. Yep. And then we got our buddy, the rebel, Tim Leary, and his buddy, Baba Ramdas. Baba Ramdas. So, There's Craig's face. That's my bug. My bug. Nope. 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 You're at an angle. You're at a weird angle. Bring it to the middle. Nope. Nope. Still weird. Still weird. You didn't twist it this way. You need to go this way. There you go, bud. Bring it out. There you go. Now, even out those microphones. Even out the microphones. See ya. Nope. Oh, and he did it. Shit my ass. Finally did it. He finally did it. Well, we're not a, we're not a uh, live a broadcast anymore, video wise, because Craig destroyed everything I've ever loved. And here we should be coming back here in a second if Craig didn't shut down the entire system, which appears he has not. And we're back, everybody, ladies and gentlemen. What you're trying to do? You're making no difference. Making zero difference. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't look like a complete ass up here. I heard a certain someone is making custom yeah, butt butt glass butt plugs, no lies. lies. Jason is. Uh, yeah, that's that's our guy. He's a glass, glass blower. Jessica's creaming right now. Relax. What? Jesus yes, don't forget on. the lube. Allie Ta oh, Jessica's pretty curious about what Allie has to say. Uh, we're going to have, eventually, there's going to be a glass blowing station here. There's going to be just kind of an interactive chill space. Jason said we're up here all week. Just getting it ready. Just yeah, ready. baby! When does what, uh, what when that? does quarantine end? What was that? When does quarantine end? What was that? I was stretching with you. That's what you look like. We're just going to be up here all week. <laughs> just fucking getting after it. Oh, uh, yeah. Quarantine's over, baby. About fucking That's why I can be up here all day. Nice. I'll be up here all nice, day. Bro. See this? Nice, bro. Nice, bro. Look at you smiling. Look at you smiling. <laughs> I know. Uh, but anyway, so, I, you know, this Friday, Black Friday, Sweet Leaf Emporium <clears throat> Festus opens for good. What? You can send them a pic of what size, shape, and design you'd prefer. Come on. 
<laughs> Come on. Oh, God. You let the glass blower do his work. You know, you don't come in there and, come in there and fucking start tell the cobbler how to build shoes. Please don't do that. Yeah. He might measure your foot. Sure. Yeah, he might want to get a little uh, diameter. You know. Ew. Ew. That's what I got to say to that right now. There's a whole lot of ew. I like the glass ones, though, because you can see through them. To my asshole, to kaleidoscope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, open your mouth and you can I had a, You turn the person around. <laughs> I had a uh, recent experience with the kaleidoscope that really had me caught up for a couple hours. <laughs> really? Yeah. Kaleidoscopes are cool. I love them. I wonder who was the first guy to be like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put a bunch of sparkly shit at the end of this tube. Sure. And I'm going to fucking look at it. Sometimes all you can do is look at it. <laughs> I know. And they're like, ah, you sound like a madman, Eugene. And he's like, oh, yeah? Is this the fucking ramblings of a madman? And he puts it up and they're like, yeah, that's exactly what's going on in the madman's head right now. You Totally. You're a witch. We're going to burn, burn you. you. We're burning you. That's right. <laughs> Which, who invented the kaleidoscope? Hey, Siri, who invented the kaleidoscope? David Brewster. Look at that. She's good, man. Sir David Brewster was a British scientist, inventor, author, and academic administrator. In science, he is principally, uh, principally remembered for his experimental work in physical optics mostly concerned with the study of polar polarization of light and including the discovery of Brewster's angle. He studied the biofringence of crystals under compression and discovered photoelasticity, okay. thereby, thereby creating the field of opti- optical mineralogy. How about them apples? He was born in 1781. That's pretty neato, Frito. <laughs> it's neato, Frito. Oh, he did it on this day in history. He invented it. Holy Get the shit. Fuck out of here. Kidding, but Adam yeah. Lundgren would like that. Yeah, if, because on this if, day in history, it was our president, 12th president, Zachary <laughs> Taylor, uh, general during the Mexican War. He was born. born. On this day yeah, in I know. Yeah. I don't know. Kaleidoscope bullshit. Okay. Right. I'm just trying to it get It ain't on the fucking on list. Also, uh, famous bud. Missourian Scott Joplin. Oh, God. Also him. born today. Yikes. Play a little ragtime. <laughs> you know, Stephen freaking Foster. Camp Town Racist. Camp Town Racist? Well, you ever, it's from <laughs> Tunes. <laughs> Probably, if I, if I was to guess at the time. Okay, yeah, I imagine. It's from Tombstone. When the guy from Wings, the mechanic oh, from Wings, yeah, he's yes. like, you don't know any. And he's like, it's Chopin. The one that throws his, oh, Oh, that guy. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm talking about? You still don't know. The part where he's, he's playing the piano and he's all drunk. That's what I'm talking That's exactly what yeah. I just described. It doesn't... Are you... Do you, really you know, know. No, you don't. Well, I was thinking when you said the guy from Wings, he's I was all thinking wasted. of the, the, the handsome, curly-haired cowboy that ended up throwing his red sash down and says, I ain't with them no more. You know no, no, I mean? no. He went yeah, on Wings. I, know, he he went on I was wings. confusing him with the other curly, mulleted dude you, on Wings. Do you know who I'm talking about yes, from the Wings? The mechanic. Yes. He's in other stuff. The guy from fucking Sideways with what you would call it. Sure. Yeah. He's in Sideways. Sure. That's the one, the wine movie. Is that right? Yeah. I, yeah. Don't, I never watched that movie. People love it. <laughs> I know. I, 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 I love it. Paul Giamatti. I, I like uh, both of them. I like Paul Giamatti. I, he, I, he also played Sandman in like the second Super uh, Spider-Man. Sure. 
That's him. That's the guy. Lloyd or something from Wings. Something. Yeah. I love Wings. Wings was a good little tune. I love Good little tune. <laughs> show? Good Wings. little show. Wings was a good band. I think I'm yeah. having a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> you don't look so good. Guys, if you're not checking out the <clears throat> podcast on all the major podcast platforms, what the fuck is wrong with you, man? Uh, why did every time? I don't I'm never. I'm never. I'm never. They just sabotage everything we love in life. You know, you ever do that? Like two people that love you enough. Hey, are the people in your life who claim they love you sabotaging everything in your life? Is that something that's happening? I still have that eye makeup on from last night. That looks good on you, dude. I told you I the other day it felt natural, so well, I know. It's just a fucking excuse to do it again. Look at that smoky eye look in the morning. Dang, bro. How do you Today? Yeah. Dang. Getting quite the experiment experiment? experience on the live show listen to the podcast watch on twitch we need you guys to share this we need 75 of you to watch one time on twitch it sound good i know but this does get it together pal get serious Loser. Can you imagine this, bud? That on this wearing day, that, wearing that. I thought it was tattoos. <laughs> no, you didn't. On this day in history, <laughs> okay. Brought to you by Bungeon Property Group, who just wants to help you find your dream home, so you can settle and raise your kids in, in a dream come true. That's all Bungeon Property Group's trying to do. He's trying to move you out of your piece of trash. Yeah, get out of that garbage. <laughs> dump that you live in that heap of <laughs> garbage uh and get into your dream home. he'll get you top dollar for your garbage yeah well, he will get you top dollar. Yeah. someone else is your trash is someone else's treasure but you deserve more let's 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 just put it that way um 1927 Ooh. federal officials had to battle 1200 inmates at Folsom prison there was a full-on revolt yes Fucking you're into yes. it huh yes I have a feeling like if you were locked up, you'd be the guy that's like, you'd be, you'd be uh, organizing the, the revolution. Oh man, I've often thought what I'd have to do. That's what you'd have to do. By... You blow enough guys, you could get them to go to war for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's in my Spartan blood. <laughs> it's in my Spartan blood. Sure. And uh, in my Spartan belly. You guys point. are welcome to share your show to my page. Well, thanks, Kush Coach. What is you can share it to your page right now if you want. What's his page? He's got his own page? <laughs> probably got more followers. He's got way more followers. <laughs> followers than I know. Have you seen him? I know. He's a handsome, rugged man who grows who unbelievable. Fight. Yeah, who can fight and grows good weed. Oh, man. You ever been disgusting. rear naked choked? <laughs> I've threatened exactly one person on this show. It, repeatedly, it's a, it's an and it happens MMA. to be the one MMA guy that watches. Adam Meredith tunes in every now and then. I know Mike Leonard tunes in every now and then. Oh, you consider those guys? Those Mike guys are Leonard. those guys are pussies compared those, to those guys will roll you up. Those guys will beat the shit out of me in point five. Oh, you ever get rear naked choked, bud? I do this with my hands. This is called. What does that do? This right here. Yeah. What is Try that to get do? them apart. Try, try to, to get your hands just apart? Just like from my elbows, try to get just them like apart. Just like from right here? Just pull, pull, pull. Ah, what's up? 
Fuck. Okay. <laughs> That's called the cinch. It's called the cinch. Nobody play. saw that. <laughs> oh, we're going to try it again. So well, now I'm going to look like an asshole. I get, well, you can do it. See if you can do it a different I one. doubt it. <laughs> He's got the cinch in here. What you do is you get this around, this on the jug, this on the carotid. Okay. Boom. And you're I'm squeezing. And now I got one of these going. Oh, you're like that right now. Yes. And my neck is like this. Yeah, really so I'm try gonna... to just pull these out of I don't there, think I can. Right? I pulled pull them. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> that was lucky. Yeah, well. That was lucky pulling those apart. I did once by Jeremy Horn, an ex-UFC fighter. So yeah, yes, he's one been time. rear naked choked. So he knows what it's like. I taught. He, you I, are. I, I always want to. When we show up to the MMA match, it's going to be a full-on, you're Tommy Davidson. I'm walking into yes. the ring. I need to I'm, save my energy. Coach, my fucking business. I'm gonna fucking stand there, fucking looking all mean at the Kush coach, and he's like, "I didn't sign up for this fucking fight." <laughs> and then I'm gonna turn. Well, around. no, no, he's gonna know though who he's no, fighting. No, because I'm fucking coming for you too. <laughs> Bring your fucking friends, pal. Well, no, now you just explained what's gonna happen. Oh, gonna to him. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Damn it. I'm gonna set the. <laughs> We're not gonna do that. We're not gonna Steve do that. Steve Elgina, and he's gonna fuck you up. Threatens to shoulder check, old son. Oh, you're an MMA. Now we're BFFs. It's not like that at all. I just think he's cool now. I heard he can fight. I just think he's. He just sounds cooler now and more friendly than before. Before I found out he couldn't fight. Um, yeah, but don't. You know, I taught my 10-year-old son that rear naked joke. Mm-hmm. Stupidest thing I ever did. He, he'll lock it in on you. He'll huh? lock it in like a little spider monkey, too. Listen, that's real easy. That's a real easy one. God damn right. You either do that or you fucking grab him and you just wham, fucking lean forward. Good luck with that. You. He's on you. He's, he's, he's moving around. He's, on, he's just on you tight. That when you go like this, you're already starting to black out. Because when you start to get this out, it starts getting closer yeah. to your head. And I'm laughing. So I just I'm, do the nasty plunge. Oh, you won. You choked me uh, out. Smash! You're fucking dead. Well, Sorry. Andre the Giant. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Andre the Giant um, in uh, Princess Bride. He's got him. He's trying to choke him out. And he keeps slamming him into shit. Yep. I don't think you could get me off you by doing that. That'd be tough. A full-grown man? Yeah, it'd be tough. Like him hitting me into something? Oh, I think I probably could. Get me off of you like that? Mm-hmm. If there was know. a wall close by? I, I feel like so. you could brace enough for it. Like, I think a hockey checks. The thing is, is that my head's going to come back on your fucking chin so hard that I'm on bust. No, but I'm going to keep up. my head, like, right here next to yours. Oh, so you, you don't think can... I can go fucking side with you, bud? Yeah, I know, but I'm going to switch it up right there at the end. <laughs> Maybe. You're wiry. Dude, wiry. I wiry. Have you ever heard guys theoretically fight? Like, were they like, no, I I guess I maybe. Yeah, I was at a camp site one time, and these guys. They're like telling each other what they're going to do to one another? Nuh-uh. And it went, I shit, I shit you not. These guys were drunk, and it went on for eight moves where they're like, I'd fucking smash your head in. And the dude's like, I'd fucking block that. And kick you in your leg so hard it'd fucking break your femur. And the dude's like, I'd fucking check your fucking leg. I'd grab it and fucking hit you with a hook. And the, I'm, I'm like, these guys are fucking with each other. Why are we these doing these guys? This are, and the dude's like, I'd fucking block the hook and fucking come at you with a fucking undercut. And the dude's like, I'd put a magical spell on you. I'm like, <laughs> what are we doing, guys? Like, 
What did they were seriously pissed at each other? Oh, this and is And neither great. of them, both of them were tough as fuck. And neither of them, they just were straight up choreographing <coughs> an, an unbelievable fight. Like the one dude's <laughs> like, well, I'd backflip out of it and yeah, come at you chess. with a Liu Kang bicycle They're really playing kick. some chess, aren't they? It was phenomenal to hear. Like, I, it, I remember being baffled at the... The, the theoretical fight that was happening. It sounded like a, you know, when you do play those games with the cards, it's like, here, it's 10 wizard points. <laughs> well, that's, that's what I was kind of seeing. It was like, you know, playing Magic the Gathering, like you play a card and there's always like, someone's like, I'll play a counterspell. And like, that's all I could see was just somebody just, oh, oh that's what you're going to do? Well, you didn't know that I was planning on... uh Checking the checking yeah. the kick, coming with an elbow. Well, my kids will do it when they play Marvel superheroes. He's like, "Well, I got a beam that shoots yeah. out of my chest." He's like, "Well, I yeah. locked it." Yeah, pretend I have uh, brain powers that can lift you up and throw you into the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> and then it always gets to the point where like, "You can't do that. Yeah. You can't do that." And <laughs> I'm like, "What the, the fuck, you? Like, there are no rules here." Thanos uh, gets to snap away existence, and I can't do exactly. that. Exactly, it's starting to get a little ridiculous. Um, I'll teach you guys to fight. I taught kids. And adults, so kids and adults. Uh, when I when he stopped fighting, thank you, Coach. Coach, I already took a BJJ lesson. Uh, your boy Pennington took me out there. Fisherman. Oh, Ricky, yeah, yeah, Ricky's man, I love him. Um, and so at my job, uh, when I had an actual like job with an office and stuff, I was trying to show some of the people in the office my moves that I learned from BJJ. Man, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to come in there and show them. So the only move I learned from class was where I get on my back and put my legs kind of over my head, spread eagle, and the other guy comes in and gets real. He's got, he's got your legs. It's a, the most sexual position you could be sure. in. That's, yeah, that's where fighting's romantic, man. And so, and then they're like, all right, now kiss. <laughs> like, this is an awesome is a, class. Yeah. <laughs> this is an awesome class. <laughs> I thought we were learning arm bars, man. So then the whole thing is, is now the guy on the bottom is the other guy's kind of like, he's over you in a dominance position and you got to kind of grab him and then pull up and try to spin out. Right. So you're trying to just get close to him so they can't punch you or do whatever. Sure. BJJ is so weird. It's like, it's unbelievable. How uncomfortable can I make you? And then when you try to do... What I know you're going to try to do to get out of this uncomfortable position, I already have a move mm -hmm. coming. Yeah, it's chess, man. When, you're, when you do that stupid thing that you're about to do where you think, I'm going to get out of this by moving my arm. Yep. They're like, oh, you simpleton. You know, and then you're yeah. like, ah, oh, fuck. And using your, their weight against yep. you. It's and all about leverage, and it's one of those things that you can't muscle through no and instinctually you're like i'm gonna fucking yeah, the harder you fight this like motherfucker it's, yeah, yeah. it's like you can't punch them they're like you yeah, have to be like you know punching yeah. them like what are you gonna this. do that's why i love some of those mma guys who only need about like this much room to really be fucking like i only need about this much room you know the bruce lee fucking yeah one inch punch i don't want to i'll fucking send you like i don't want to like you're your sternum, but I don't yeah, wanna, but see, the thing is, is that he had to hang on a second. Oh, he had to, he had to just go relax, bud. Just relax, bud. He had to fucking. You have to. The only way you can do that. Is like, <laughs> don't push me like that. Don't fucking push me like that. I teach mostly Muay Thai 
and Jun Fun Jeet Kun. Oh, I want to learn Jeet Kundo. That's what I said the other day on Let's the show. Let's go do a fucking week. Let's I'm go not do the a strongest week fighter the on the ground. Where we're just growing and fighting. You want to? Grow and fight. Grow fighting. in the morning. Or grow, fight in the grow. morning. Fight, grow, fight, grow, fight. Grow. Fight, 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 fight. Grow, grow, grow. grow. Fight and grow. grow. And grow and fight. We're growing through our fighting. Ah. Right in the balls. Hey. <laughs> His fighting style. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I trained mostly Muay Thai, Jeet Kune Do, and the ancient art of Samoan ball breaking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all ball focus. It's all ball focus. Every now and then you get a little rope <laughs> dope. Bang. <laughs> Coming for Oh, you. it's all very oh, much. I, I call this one fucking run the jewels. <laughs> That's a pretty good band. Yeah. I'll teach you that punch. See? <laughs> I know. Let's, do it. Let's, Let's go. do it. Let's go hang out with the Kush Coach. I'm ready, man. I was, I was born ready, man. I guess I should say he's that not so third hour, too. He's not done in this town. No, he's, anymore. All of he's a sudden, fine. he's like, he's mayor of this town. Hey, mayor. <laughs> Um, I'm Lida Cruson. I'm Lida Cruson. I was just thinking that. I was just. Guys. I'm Lida. I'm Lida. I'm Lida. I'm Lida. I'm Lida. Kane. Lida Kane. We played this game last night. And it was fun. I hate that fucking thing. I hate one thing. That's stupid. Why? We played it last night. You and I, I, dude, I laughed so fucking hard. Yeah, I, Jenny I, said I, she enjoyed it. I fast forwarded to it uh, this morning just to watch as I was getting ready. And, dude, fucking watching Mike try to fucking get us to understand <laughs> what this was. I, and then this into the wall. I'm, dude, I'm dying re watching it. We ended up getting it right. I don't know how. I, I know. She goes, You guys kind of figured it out after we the first round. We figured it out after the first round. <laughs> It's crazy. The <laughs> humans are amazing. It, it's, we start. He went from down in this town to mayor of this shit. I love seeing a bromance involved. <laughs> Ooh, a hundred messages. <laughs> get get real. Get, get it together, real. people. I've been. We didn't get to a chance to it last night, but we'll fit it in here. We got about twenty minutes left in this second hour. We'll get a little weird with the philosophy stuff, um, and then we'll kind of do the drug thing in the last hour. I also have those songs in case we want to go back to those. I know it's like a. Oh, it's heck, a good yeah. show. No, I like. It's that. a good show that we have this segment that's been. It's taken us a Just week hang, to get through because. Through it. Well, it's fun too. It's a fun little. Yeah, it's fun. So, I, I'm re-listening to that fucking Aubrey Marcus podcast, dude. This guy. Um, fuck, what, what is I his name? I got it, I'm pulling him up. It's probably right here on my thing. It's, he has a school that I want to go to. He's, the Mystery of Death with Paul Check. Paul Check, yeah. Paul Check. Who is he? I don't, I don't know. Who I honestly, is he, like, I had not heard of him before. Oh. And I listened to, he's an author. I listened to uh, Aubrey Marcus Often, you know, never I've, heard him on there before. But, dude, the guy's in his 50s, and look at this guy. Like, he, this guy ain't bullshitting around. What? He's like 52 years old, dude. You think that guy's, you think that guy's fucking around? What? So, yeah, like. I did not you're gonna, expect you're gonna, him to look like gonna that. You're going to listen to a dude that's got, you know. Got I thought he was going to look like. Uh, uh, Baba Ramdas. Yes. He's fucking yoked. 
And he's like, he's in his 50s. Yeah, he said he's older. I forget. They, they went over his age in there. I'll tell you right now. Jesus, dude. And he's talking about... The, oh, uh, he's just now turning 50. He was talking about, you know, they get into the whole the, the myth of death and all that stuff. Um, Check Institute. But what he fucking breaks down in there, it's got me. Oh, he's older than 50, bud. He's 59. Damn. That's impressive. He has me yoked about life. Yeah. yeah. His talk, because I'll get to some points and... I feel like when I lost my faith after when I kind of started to lift the veil or whatever, that first layer of realizing that some of the shit you've been taught is bullshit. Like when you finally go, Oh man, some of the, I'm just a culmination of all the things I've been taught of my whole life. Now I got to figure out who I am. He breaks down life and the meaning of life, the meaning of life in the greatest way I've ever heard anyone say the meaning of life. Yep. And he puts it in a way where he says, what happens to Aubrey? And I actually really love listening to the Aubrey Marcus podcast because they say Aubrey so much. It reminds mm-hmm. me of Aubrey Matthews. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's kind of a, sure. it's a cool thing now to even just listen to that. Um, but they, they said, well, who is Aubrey? What, what is Aubrey? So when you break it down, and we got into this a little bit last night, just an infinite field of atoms and energy and information. And it's just a sea of all of this happening at once. We have been led to believe, or the, the, the experts have said, the brain, it's the thing that's doing everything. You know, it's, it's your thoughts and it's where your, your consciousness lives. And the breakdown of soul versus consciousness to where the soul is the expression of this grand consciousness. So each soul is just one point on this magnificent plane that is picking up one part. It's like a one blade of grass giving its information back to the root system saying, yeah, it's raining, it's dry. It's you know, like We've, we're learning that trees do that. They'll send signals to one another when it comes uh, to, to communicating. Like I read something the other day or heard something about how mother trees and, and the, their seedlings have a, even a, an understanding between them. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So the soul consciousness, the difference between that and what is Aubrey if he's the sea of infinite energy and information? It's the universe trying to learn about itself because what is the what are we trying to do all the time learn about who we are what we are we've heard it before that we are the universe experiencing the universe we are god experiencing god just a bunch of pinpoints on Absolutely. the map that's all kind of working with cuz my consciousness and your consciousness and this is the weird thing about ai our souls we recognize each other's soul. We recognize consciousness. Like we've seen bodies where there's no consciousness or soul. There's a difference. You know, like there's, there's things going on here that we can't quite explain, but that's the only thing telling us it's real. It's not necessarily our brains. It's this source. It's this consciousness. It's this soul. So what are you after you die? What is the, what is the deal? If we ask people, how did Craig touch your life? 
and we'll get this round of people who knew Craig, okay, family, friends, then what they got from you that they possibly brought into their life. Because if we're just talking about the absence of my faith again during high school, I had to realize that I'm just a culmination of every motherfucking thing I've heard in my entire life. Yeah. And done. Yeah. That's all I am. That's yeah. all I am. <laughs> yes. All, all the things that I've been around, the people mm-hmm. I've been around, the interactions, everything that they've been around and interacted <clears throat> with has now interacted with sure. me. It's this cosmic web of everything happening. So in essence, we are here to experience love. If you choose to do that because there are actually opposites that you know he was saying this is what i love about it too like hitler was a divine being just like anybody else it's just the universe experiencing that that's the one thing i loved about christianity when he's like no it's simple love everybody the same like you don't go this guy's the worst he's done terrible things think about it beyond all that yeah i'm with you there's a lot of fucking horrible things here Mm. but it's like no, in our basis, if you're thinking about it just as the universe connected as a whole, there's a yin and a yang, mm. and it's just how many ways can you experience this existence? Yeah. If I'm a supercomputer, how am I going to figure this out? I'm yeah. going to send out as many little organisms as I can that learn and send it all back to the morphic resonance, to what we talked about with Sheldrake, the, yeah. the morphic resonance that you're just c- compiling this information into a, a field that's over your heads. So in essence, it's just about being able to love each other and having people's souls and consciousness be able to love each other and all of the things that we did to one another that pretty soon when you start asking people, did you know Craig? Yeah, but then you'll get to a round of people who never met you, but they know the people you know, know the people you know, no ancestors of yours, whatever, until the whole world is fucking lit up with people who Craig has touched in some sure. big or small way. I've, yeah, we've uh, you talked about that a little bit, like just with uh, it takes everybody, you know, so a lot of people have this psychedelic experience that like says, oh, man, we we are one. Everything is one thing. Right. And that's true. It's I mean, it's the truest thing I've ever experienced. However, you know, a lot of people, they go one way where they're like, well, we're all one, so we all have to be moving kind of in the same way. And I went the other way when I had this revelation where it was like, no, 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 no. In order, if you zoom out one more level from that, one more level from this thing that we are here on Earth, <clears throat> uh, and one more thing, one more level from where even, where you can kind of get a bird's eye view of, the, of, the, of this galaxy, of this universe, if you, if you subscribe like I do to like a holographic, universe you know the only way in a hologram if you took if there was a if there was a picture of an apple okay a hologram a 3d hologram of an apple the way holograms work is is if you cut that thing in half each of those pieces would contain the full amount of information to make that hologram whole it's like you can you cut it in half you cut it in fourth you cut it in a million pieces every tiny sliver makes the hologram what's the what's the definition of a hologram like what's the definition of a hologram? i'll look that up while you because a three-dimensional image formed from the inter interference of light beams from a laser or other coherent light source a photograph of an interference pattern which when suitably illuminated produces a three-dimensional image 
How, it, when you cut it in half, does it still contain all the parts to create it? That's just the, uh, that's just the way that it works. Like they, have, I, they, they show like you can take a, a slide, right? And that's what you can take a, a, a thin little film and project it and make it, make it be the 3D hologram. So um, my, my point is, is that in order for the hologram to exist, you have to have this entire, I'll, I'll, I'll pull up the explanation for that, but you have to have all of the information in order to make the hologram whole. If every sliver of this thing contains the exact same amount of information, whatever it is that makes this projection whole has, has all of the information already within it. It, it allows us um, uh, free will, free choice to be able to kind of shape that hologram in a different way to give it, to give it shape, right? So if you have this, if the universe is this giant hologram, and it contains all of these. It contains all of the information that gives it this form, but it's it's expanding, right? It's getting bigger. It's getting bigger. It takes all of our individual experiences, both good and bad, yeah. evil and and holy, you know, yeah. in order to give the entire thing shape. So, <clears throat> what is it after after we die? Like for me, I don't fear death because. I guess my my vision of heaven is is this idea that I have where I I I came from stardust I will be stardust again. I think you asked like what is a chicken if we eat the chicken, right? Yeah. Like it's the way for the chicken to become its highest being of self if you go out in the world and do service. Right. But maybe there's a level we have a we have a uh, um and I am a penchant for kind of thinking that might be the end, right? That that's the end. Like yeah. it's how you project out into this thing. When they're f- our cells but then when die, we get and- one step above that, one dimension above that. Okay, well, what does what does our death feed? In well, we know that it feeds the soil, right? Like we know that we're going to decompose. We're going to give me back to the earth, yeah. you know, uh, and that's going to fertilize soil, which might grow a plant, which then which is then eaten by a small animal, which is then eaten by a larger animal, which oh, yeah. is then eaten by an apex uh, predator, uh, which is then eaten by a human, which is, you know, like... You're it's, eating it's just, humans. Oh, mm, well, also, everything that you taught and learned and interacted with is still on. That is, in essence, living forever, like saying in Evanescence. Um, but, and, and then DNA. So we got a, a, they're talking about DNA on the chat line right now. DNA is the code that gives it shape. So that is the the experience taking shape in the form of some sort of uh, master design code. You know what I mean? Like it's fucking. Yeah, you might want to plug that part in too. <clears throat> I'm I'm not sure if I understand quite understand the whole holographic nature. I'll pull of it, it up. It's in the holographic universe and explains it pretty well. But the idea is is that the way that a hologram hologram projection works is it comes from a tiny sliver. It can be this thin. It could be this big. Either way, the projection is going to be three dimensional out here. Like if you ever been to Disney World and gone through the haunted mansion and like you look in the mirror and the ghosts are sitting right next to you. You ever been on that ride? I feel like I have like the elevator. Is there an elevator? Yes. Well, the room yeah. starts to got yeah. starts to grow when you're all standing in there in the picture. It's a fuck. It's a cool. Yeah, ride, I feel like man. I have. I it's have a really neat ride. One of my favorite, uh, yeah, ride experiences I've ever had. 
Steve, and that's the thing. It, it helped me kind of understand death, but I still fucking fear death. I still fear not doing enough here and missing my family and still uh, connected very much to those things. And they even go into our observation of death is at one level right now that we see this and we see it die and we know, boom, that is death. Simple. Put them in the ground. Got it. But we don't see our cells dying every day. We don't see, you know, the rebirth and death of nature. We don't, we're not constantly thinking about that. We become more self-centered <clears throat> than uh, all of that because we're like, okay, we got to, this, this is what life and death is. And it made mm -hmm. me think of, you know, we're no more important than the ant in the colony who's just doing its little sliver share of whatever it needs to do to make that colony support. But we're also the most important thing in the world when we're a phone call, when a friend is down and needed to talk to someone like it's the most important thing in the universe at that time. in that right. moment for those people, for sure. those two souls connecting like that's, that's it. But also remember it's, you're no different than the fucking ant just doing its part into a giant piece. It's those things at all times. It's, it's all of that at all time. And now <clears throat> I could see where that starts to give shape of the reality around you, because the more you experience, the more your perception changes the more you start to shape the world around you. Absolutely. <clears throat> I've got, I've got a, uh, a visual I'm going to throw up on the, uh, on the screen here real quick because it'll be I, – I wasn't very uh, succinct in how I, uh, <laughs> how I portrayed the hologram, but this will help. So let me – I mean, I kind of get it where the hologram – If it's coming from – I'm just I, – I, I'm – at a roadblock because I don't quite understand how uh, they work in general. That's uh, th th that's why I'm, I'm going to use this picture to kind of. Because uh, you don't see many holograms yet. I assumed it had to take a bunch of lights to make a hologram work. It just needs like one laser thing. Okay, here we go. Let me pull this up here. Oh, look at him. He's tasking on the computer right now. Two-man machine. Watch us on Twitch. Support our sponsors, guys. That's what happens when, when we tell you about sponsors and then you guys go say, oh, Stephen Craig told us about you. And they said you're a phenomenal man, lover. woman, whatever. Phenomenal, phenomenal lover. Whenever, yeah, just, you know, that's how you can help us out. If you want to help us out, ah, help us out. That would feel good. That would make everyone feel real good inside. All right, so let me <coughs> now go over here. We're, uh, we're going to do this little thing. All right, so when the piece, when a piece is the whole, so kind of where we're standing, you're going you're gonna to see what they're talking about. Every part of a hologram contains the image of the whole object. You can cut off a corner of a hologram and see the entire image through it. For, for every viewing angle, you see the image in a different perspective as you would a real object. Each piece of a hologram contains a particular perspective of the image, but it includes the entire object. So the top picture is basically it's a shot through this big uh, – let me see. If, is my mouse over there? No, no, here you go. I'm, I'm looking for it on the screen here. There we go. All right. So the top picture – is the light shining through this part of the hologram, okay? 
Now this little sliver over here is the bottom picture of the holo- is the is the this bottom little sliver of the hologram. It contains the chess pieces in the same way. It's just a different perspective of them. It's what gives it its 3D image. But it's projecting the same image. It just from a different angle. But it's missing all the rest of it. What do you mean it's missing all the rest of it? So this is like one of those things where it's it's all there. Right. It's all in the picture. Like and you, you can just even can't see the bishop. See it. You can see the bishop even more. You can't see the, the knight though. But it takes the horsey guy. It takes all of the So holograms are true three dimensional images. Do do real holograms exist? No. What like do you mean? Real like what they're talking about, not like a, a fucking I don't know. Like a, are there faux holograms? Is what I'm asking. Like are what there, would a faux hologram be? I'm not. I'm not, like, I'm not being smart. Like tricking, like a kind of like one of those magic eye things. Oh, maybe. Or, or like you know, kind of those, you know, one made with a mirror. Of, not if you change your perspective, Steve. Right. So what he's saying is, if we're looking at the hologram the actual hologram itself, instead of a two-dimensional image on a computer shining through the hologram, you're going to be able to see all pieces. Like, that night's cut off because it's a two-dimensional image on the screen, right? But if you were to look at the sliver that was this big and the sliver that was this big and be able to move around the hologram, you would be able to see all of the pieces in it. You're just limited by this actual two-dimensional computer image here. Okay. I mean, I think it's kind of saying the same thing, that it's just one thing with a bunch of perspectives all gathering info to the same place. So I'm just I'm, I'm just it, kind of so, blown away by holograms right now. So how I, did they do like the Tupac hologram? I don't know. Do you know the technology behind that? Because that's I, probably like the best hologram technology right now. I would. I, would I know that they're doing a lot of stuff with like water droplets. What's blowing my mind right now is I feel like you could like, do it with fog. Like you could project onto fog. So yeah, I guess they have. I feel like projectors. holograms need a lot of light. Yeah, a well, lot of not points just of a light. Lot, not just a lot of light, but a lot of light shining into into something that doesn't have light coming on this way of it. Because I mean, it's not like the hologram sits here and you're projecting onto it. You're projecting through the hologram to make it appear from the ether. So if you had a light come from the backside of it, you wouldn't. wouldn't so if we had it. a thing that was like the Tupac hologram right here, there has to be something here. That I would think there would need to be something that gives it shape, whether that's fog or, you oh, know. really? Yeah, I would think so. They haven't figured out. I don't know. I could be. Dude, I could be fucking totally off on that. that. That's what I, I like the idea of this. I just don't well, know. Well, Tool, I don't know what, much about holograms. the last holograms. Tool concert that I went to. Uh, here in St. Louis, um, go back to main cam here. Uh, they they did this thing with these like translucent sheets that were hung in like three stages. Okay, and yeah. So when they projected onto them, it it, it twenty one pilots was, it was had that reading, at their last and it one was fucking it was last it's year. Really neat. Yeah, <clears throat> really neat. So I have seen those things that look like holograms where it's the spinning diode of light. It's mm-hmm. like a wand that spins super yep. fast. Yeah, actually, like, we can get one of those. Yeah, that, I mean, They're they call those hologram. Well, shit, there's no, we can, we can 200 one, bucks. We can do one custom. 130 with our, with our bucks. On it. Like, they got some pretty cool ones. The aerial button laser plasma holograms. Hologram? Holograph? Holograph? Hologram? Holography is what it's called. Holography? Oh, well, no, that's just what 
you know, the science of holograms. Hologram. Holograph? What's a holograph? Is that a thing? Yeah, well... The, the, like I've just a said the words. A holographic image. I've just said the words too many times. It's starting <laughs> to fucking. They don't make sense. You ever say a fucking word so many times it just stops making sense? You're just like, uh, that doesn't make any sense anymore. It's just a guttural noise. 2020 best holographic projectors. They're talking about how uh, you know working on scaling holographic images. Like think. Uh, don't tap uh, me like that. Think, don't, uh, don't tap me like Silicon that. Silicon Valley. Remember? And yeah, it's exactly magic. what I'm thinking of. So the holographic image, it scales with the wavelength. Uh, this initially caused great excitement because one could imagine making holographic images with x-rays and viewing them with visible light. Getting three-dimensional views of things on the scale of molecules. X-ray holograms have yet to be made, though. And there are practical difficulties with the scaling, but there's still the possibility this feature of holograms will prove to be of great benefit. So, like, what's this thing doing? I have no idea. Have you no see, idea. this is like a it's like a fucking light drone. In but I will tell you what, uh, the Paul Check episode of Aubrey Marcus is it's worth checking out. It's one of the it's, it's worth one listening of the best. to, and it's pretty interesting to see what he looks like now. And so he he started the Check Institute. Uh, and uh, which check is a corrective exercise and high performance kinesiology. Um, this dude is yoked for 60 years old. <laughs> he is absolutely yoked. Um, but listening to him and dude, that's something that I've gotten from the, the, you know, I think many people have gotten from the psychedelic experience. And so like just kind of where I was at is if, if all of the, the, the slivers, if we're all like a sliver of this hologram, right? Like, we all we all contain all of this information down to a a plank level. You know, it's like it's a whole Mandelbrot sequence. Like that's the other thing that these things, these Fibonacci spirals, and all of these kind of things, they occur regularly, not just in nature. I mean, just all around us. Even even with our ex, we talked about uh, if if we put a time lapse camera in the trees of our camping trip over the over the campfire, you would just see people yeah oh, cycling. Yeah. In and out over over time, it would be uh, you know you ever see someone poke a hole in a paint can and fucking swing it on a pencil oh, yeah. and then it 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 follows a pattern and it's just you know we are outside of it shit I mean dogs shit on ley lines of the of the earth you know what I mean like walk around and find like it's those grids are real whether or not we can visualize them or not that's why I feel like lifting the veil sometimes with psychedelics just. You know, am I am I seeing things that my brain's making up, or am I seeing things that are there that are just constantly blocked out by? Yeah, is it your you know, brain? Is it really my which brain? One, which yeah, which one is my like? Maybe I'm seeing on the infrared spectrum now. You know, like that. There's a ton of shit we don't see. We don't right, and, and we can be easily tricked and manipulated. We can really easily dude, because our our a very good family friend, world class magician, his sleight of yes. hand like is. It makes you feel like it makes you feel vulnerable. Yeah, because like these, I mean, this guy could fucking undress you as you're ta- as he's talking to you. You got your belt. Yeah, you know, like what I, around I mean, his neck, and he's just <laughs> furiously <laughs> masturbating. Had to end uh, it with something like that. See, look at look at this. This is a laser beam. It's condensed. Molecules are ionized. You see what's going on here with this shit. Molecules in the atmosphere, ionized molecules return to the original state immediately. 
So this is like shooting what these guys made is a plasma luminous body that shoots little particles. Lots. Yeah. And what they did is and then they project onto the particles. Yeah. Under the ionized particles. Oh, so they don't need a screen. They don't it's need pretty anything. cool. They're doing it in the air. That's I knew what that saying. they were They're talking about doing it, it Look with at that. like water droplets and things like that. But that is amazing. I wonder and what, if we can't clip some of that. And what they wanted to do is have like in emergency situations, you could put something above what was happening, saying accident here. You that's know. pretty neat, man. That's that's pretty neat. We're getting there. You talked about the little ball that's yeah. They yeah. They, they do that's it with frequency. They get it floating around. They project on it. It yep. moves fast enough that. You can project an image on once you get a couple of those little uh, balls up in the air. You can project the whole fucking thing on it. The future's awesome, dude. The future's awesome. The future is now. Guys, we're going to go to break. On the other side of the break, it's time for some six, some drugs, and some rock and roll. Nooch party in the third hour. So uh, we'll see. Tell your friends about the snooch party. I'm going to fucking kill myself. <laughs> Why? Welcome back, Hour 3, Sex, Drugs, and Rock and Roll. Thanks for joining us, guys. Tuesdays are always, uh, uh, you know, they're a little tougher. We got, we leave here about 10 o'clock at night, get home in time. I think Steve's got about an hour drive home. I'm the lucky one now. Uh, I got about 20 minutes or so. But by the time you wind down, it's kind of a late night. And then you, you're back at it. You're back at it at 5, whatever, 5.05 in the morning. Ready to ready to get after it. So, uh, guys, I just wanted to remind you of our sponsor, Ms. Marketing. You see, Ms. Marketing, what they do is they're digital marketing masters. Um, and they're just basically, they're helping you find the others. That's our big thing with uh, Hoosier Sophisticate, with the sophisticated Hoosiers uh, 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 fan page. Uh, it's just a place where we find the others. Let's talk about the weird stuff. Let's talk about love. Let's talk about our kinks. Let's talk about what makes the world go round. Let's talk about giving back to the community a little bit. Find the others. Find the people that are trying to see a world that you're trying to see and then just work together towards that thing. That's what it's all about. And that's what Ms. Marketing's doing. They're like, hey, look, he says, my client, they've got a product, they've got a service, they've got a charity that probably could help you in your life, could make your life a little bit better, could maybe help you feel a little bit better. Maybe, maybe, maybe they're, they're behind a cause that hits close to home for you. Okay. Maybe that's what's going on. Ms. Marketing, you didn't know that these people exist in Ms. Marketing. They take you by your interest and they're going to say, Hey, look, bud, 
Come over here. This guy's doing what you're doing. This guy's doing what you love, and you can be doing business with him. You didn't even know he existed, and that's what happens, man. He's a, he's a mover. He's a shaker. He's a man bringing people together, okay, with the common goal of love in mind and making a couple of shekels, okay? Check out Ms. Marketing. He's doing great stuff. Uh, we'll see a commercial from here from him here in just a little bit uh, in Bungeon Property Group, who, you know, they're just trying to help you find your dream home. They're also giving you random facts uh, throughout history, right? Uh, he's a great dude. I, one thing I can say about all of the sponsors that we work with is that they're all just great people. I, I, I dig them. I, I, I like the cut of their jib, okay? That's why we work with them. Like Bo at Grow Active Solutions. Tonight, on the Evolution Magazine, uh, uh, if you follow Evolution Magazine on Facebook, uh, we'll also share it out here. Maybe we'll go from our Twitch uh, and our YouTube tonight. Uh, we are, yeah, we're going to, we're going to go with Bo from Grow Active Solutions, uh, and we're going to we're going to talk about Thanksgiving a little bit. I think Steve got to meet up with Bo. They made a little bit of hash together. Uh, and uh, pretty neat stuff. So Steve got some footage. We're going to go over it tonight with Bo. Any questions you have about growing at home, about maybe producing uh, uh, some concentrates for yourself, using all of the plant so that uh, uh, you are, you know, just getting everything that you can out of your grow. You've got questions tonight. Tune in tonight on the Evolution Magazine at 645, 7, okay? The pre-reel probably start going about 645. At 7 o'clock tonight, it's go time, baby. It's go time. All right, you're going to learn about growing some plants, and you're going to do it with a couple of your favorite guys, Steve and Bo. I'm going to be on the ones and twos. I love these series. It's always good for a bunch of laughs, and there is great information. We'll probably be featuring some Green Bros equipment, if I had to guess. Uh, And if you guys aren't familiar with Green Bros, (laughs) man, their trimmer, their their uh, their their dry ice uh, tumbler, their out. I think it's the Alchemist. 210 if i just pulled that out of nowhere <laughs> i am i am going to uh i'm gonna crap myself 215 oh sounds like coke <laughs> sounds like focus got into the cocus to sing a little hocus pocus guys steve and i just found the band focus and their song hocus pocus uh, and if you'd like to see our renditions, maybe maybe you'll go over to uh, Instagram. Just ah, check it out. Will. Maybe you'll go over to Instagram. Maybe you won't. Check it out. Maybe you should. Right. Maybe, maybe you should. Maybe Yarda. Maybe you go to Instagram. Right, maybe Yarda, bud. We're, do- we're trying to do things in St. Louis that nobody's doing, okay? That's my. Uh, that's our idea. That's my idea, at least. Trying to do things a little differently. Yeah, absolutely. Trying to make it a little bit different. Trying to give you a visual aspect. Trying to give you a podcast. Everybody's got a podcast now. Every, well, what everybody. What are we doing? What are we just falling into the mix? No, no, no. Yeah, we no. want to keep pushing ourselves. We want to keep getting better. Please, uh, text in, call in, write in. Tell us how we can get better. We won't listen to it. Not at all. Not I won't least. listen to it for a second. Not even a But chance. we love that you guys feel like interacting with the show. And this, tonight's grow series, I have so many questions for like beginner questions for Bo. Now that you, now that you got some seeds oh, in the earth. Buddy. Uh, we're going to learn more tonight than maybe any other night. Okay. Because usually it's Bo, it's like woo, in one ear out the other. You know what I mean? Now that I have some stake in the game, pay attention. Uh, Alan had something to say, Steve. It's a great show. Steve, it's time to talk jizz, baby. All right. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll. 
Time to talk jizz, baby. Alan's a pig. <laughs> Alan's a little I pig. I love Alan so much, though. Uh, He's become, like, such a part of my life. <laughs> I like him. It's, I mean, it's not that we didn't know we were missing it, right? We knew. We are were we, uh, Steve, let me ask you something. Yeah. Are we, um, yeah. tonight, are we going to talk about green bros at all? Yeah. Are we? A little bit. Maybe. Okay. No. Not really? Yeah. Uh, we can. No, I mean, uh, you know, did you guys use some green bros no. equipment? Oh, no. you didn't? No. You motherfucker. No, we used uh, the magic bubble. Did you we made bubble hash. No, we made uh, just a hash with the Oh, screen. you just made the hash. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But, but just bubble hash? You didn't use the, you didn't use the dry ice? Uh, no, we just used ice and water. <laughs> That's hard for me to believe. <laughs> I have got, a video you footage. Got the Alchemist 250. I know. Hands. That thing is unbelievable. I know. I don't know. Just the, I saw guys using a big one. The, the four, the, what yeah. is it they call it? 420? Ooh. Buddy, turn cool. your trim into gold capacity, two and a half cubic feet. Get out of town, Jack. You yield 15 to 25% by weight solventless extraction. Bud? Yeah, I know. Uh, you don't have to tell me, I'm, tell- I'm telling you, Chief. You don't have to tell me. I'm telling you, Chief. I am letting you know that's exactly what I'm telling you. But, Steve, it's time to talk jizz, baby. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll. I'm ready to talk. Talk that ass. <laughs> hey, you want to hear, uh, uh, to start us out, 20 dirty words you should never say to a woman? Think our guys want to hear that? You think twenty dirty? I think you know what? It's about time. That's a water sifter. Yeah, it was like just a bucket. Got it cold and screened. With all the micron screens, you yep. like line the bucket yep. with them, and yeah, we just did too. Get all the sludge out of yep. there. Yep, yep, yep. That's okay. it. Okay, but that, when you get to the, the the small, the real thin screen, that's when it. Yep. That's where you got the good, gold, good, right? Good, that's where baby. that good good is. <laughs> Uh, 293 married people filled out questionnaires. Hang on, we're going to teach men how to how to respect some women today, right? <laughs> By telling them what not to say to them. Yep. Is that is that right? If your pillow talk has been a bit vanilla lately, we'll teach you how to take it to the next level. Oh, oh, things to call a gal. But beware, there are certain dirty words you should never say to a naked woman. I'll bet they're wrong. I'll bet they're fucking wrong. Go ahead. Ass. The slang. Ass. Too intense. Yes. Well, calling Say her this. an ass. <laughs> I mean, I, I can definitely you tell her to stupid show me ass. her ass. You know, like she's going to be down Say there. this. Show me that butt. Say girl. this instead. Backside or butt. Fuck you. Honestly, ass shouldn't offend many women, but if it seems a bit too hardcore, opt for these tamer alternatives. Oh God, have your Derriere. Derriere, Fanny, or Toshi. If I said that, my dick would go limp in a second. If I said Derriere in the heat of the moment. They're saying don't say that. Yeah, no shit. They're saying don't say Derriere, Fanny, or Toshi. Also, don't sing supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. The slang, balls. Say this. Say it too intense. Say this. What does that mean? Too intense? Say this. Balls. Seriously, man up. If you're old enough for a woman to see your goods, you're old enough to call them what they are. Not that. Testicles. Lick my testicles, babe. What are you, a doctor forever? (laughs) Oh, so they're talking about the slang is balls. So too intense is balls. And don't also, don't call them balls and don't call them testicles. You got something that you call your nutsack? (laughs) Is that too much to... Hey, baby, look at that nutsack. 
Yeah, girls love that. <laughs> girls yeah, love I mean, it. Yeah, there's really a seductive way to talk about your grapes. Your bag. <laughs> your bag. Ooh, lick that bag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. Well, I'm <laughs> Eat out the slang. <clears throat> Too intense? Yeah, you say much say that this. box. <laughs> <laughs> say this. I want to taste you. Research has shown that women who are more comfortable with their genitals are more game for oral sex, you think? And they are, and they orgasm more, says Debbie Herbenick, PhD, sex researcher at Indiana University, author of Sex Made Easy. So if you frame the act in a positive light that shows her you enjoy it, she's more likely to let her guard down. Don't call it cunnilingus. Rule of thumb. If you can't spell the word, don't you say don't it. You spell cunnilingus? <laughs> you think my wife would marry a guy that couldn't spell cunnilingus? Uh, spelling bee time and go. Are you one of those people who says it into your hands? You want me to do that? <laughs> That's what that one kid who won it last year did. C-U-N-N-I-L-I-N-G-U-S. Good. I was spelling bee. I, I competed in the post dispatch. What's up? Oh, the F word. Too intense? Say this instead. I want to bury myself inside you. Okay. Your favorite four-letter word can work if the mood is right, but if you're not on the same page, asking her to F out of the blue is uh, may come off cheap and emotionless. Written for Quakers. <laughs> it, you know what you should never say? Smush. Even the cast of Jersey Shore couldn't get the term to stick, so you don't even attempt it, men's health. Smush. Measure. Smush. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm not saying. Yeah, smush. I know you never, you never say that. I will never say smush fucking your smush your face, <laughs> unless I'm yeah, smush smushing it against the fucking curb. Okay. Bite the curb, but yeah, this took a Tits. turn. I'm pissed. <laughs> what am I supposed to say? Say this instead. Breasts. Fuck you. If tits is a little too porno style for you, pal, breast is more tasteful, and incorporate breast into your foreplay. God dang, girl. Your breasts are glorious. It's a great show, folks. <laughs> Don't say hooters, knockers, fun bags, jugs, cans, or the twins. Call them whatever you want around. <laughs> you know, baby, want to fuck with our penis and vaginas? <laughs> uh, call them whatever you want around your guy friends. But if you compliment her giant jugs no, when I, she no, first... You would be an idiot to compliment her giant jugs. The play is, hey, baby, shake them cans. <laughs> Dump them out, girl. Girls like titty, right? There ain't nothing wrong with a little titty. Titty, 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 titty. Let me see them titties, girl. Listen, if you're doing it right and you got the you nice vibe, you can call it anything. You, I promise you. Yep, you it's the say, way I, you're saying it. Yeah. No doubt. If you're like, excuse me, miss, may I see But I, I do say, uh, ass would be a hard one to play. Oh, you stupid ass. Roll over, <laughs> dumbass. That one probably not going to play. Foreman, let's that get a red not, Foreman. That one's not going to play. Uh, oh, that, that's not bad. The slang, dick. Uh, too intense? Say penis instead. Fuck there you. we go. Cock's better. Uh, in the new study, penis was the seventh most popular word. Glass. Magic stick. Never say magic stick, even Ever. even if you're 50 cent. I needed I needed men's health to tell me that. Magic stick. Here you go. We'll get to the next two, and then we can we can move on if you want. If you got some, you got anything for this segment? You got I got some weed talk. Okay, cool. Um, pussy. 
too intense. Is it? Is it? <laughs> it's such a fucking nice and soft word. Come on. And it's all about how you say it. If you go, you pussy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's oh. going to make me come. Oh, yeah. But if you want a girl totally. to come. See, that's the whole thing. If you want a girl to come, you say, ooh, you have a pussy. You just kind of say it. You just name it. You go, you have one of those. You have one of those. Um, <laughs> vagina, call it. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. As with penis, calling it by uh, its proper vulva, name. Maybe. When it became uh, popularity, vagina ranked 17th most popular word out of 44 words. You're in the telling me. Sex you're telling me that a gal is just going to fucking lap up. She's just going to love the idea of me just saying, ooh, girl, why don't you, uh, why don't you uh, slide those pants to the side and show me your vagina. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget on one of Jenny's shows. <coughs> there's a dude who faked cancer to like get some sort of fame or recognition, right? <coughs> well, before all this, he's on the show, and he's a a, a step husband or a you know a second husband, whatever. A step husband. <laughs> <laughs> he's a little step husband, and his name's Brooks. Okay, and he's just. Brooks is a great first name. He's kind of the Brooks name. Yeah, he kind of gets into this world of these Orange County housewives, and he's a little kind of <coughs> out of sorts, and he kind of doesn't. He probably made his money. I don't know. He, he probably had an interesting backstory or whatever. But he's kind of a weirdo, and so he's with this gal who, you know, I'm Vicky, and I'm here with my second life, and I got divorced, and all my kids are out of the house, and time to get crazy, right? So they're both like 50, probably 55. They're at this event where they bring them back at the end of the year, right? Everybody's there. It's one of those shows. It's our guy from St. Louis, Andy Cohen. And he's like, oh, you know, Craig from St. Louis says you're a giant slut. What do you think about that? And that's how he gets to ask all these questions. So he, he, got, he says to uh, Andy Cohen, says to a couple of people or whatever, and ask him questions. And he comes to Brooks and he says, hey, Brooks. What's your favorite part about Vicky? What's your favorite thing about Vicky? And he's like, oh, um, I'd have to say her vagina. I'd have to say her vagina. I wasn't, I'm like click clacking or doing something on my phone. And I go, what the fuck did that dude just say? And so it becomes like this, oh, this is, I can't believe he just said vagina. And he's flustered now because he didn't – you weren't talking about a body part. You weren't talking about her, my favorite body part on this broad. You were talking about, like, what I like about her soul and personality. Oh, shit. It was like, oh, that's funny. But now Jenny makes me call it her vagina. <laughs> so here's the last one. Slang. Come. Too intense for you? Come? I don't think so, no. <laughs> oh, no, no, this is what we talk about. I don't think so, no. Say this, Buster, get off. Uh, yeah, okay, fine. Whispering in her ear that you'd like to ejaculate inside her may not sound as hot on the receiving it, end. Especially inside her vagina. <laughs> These two are neutral enough to relay the message, but do not and never use skeet, <laughs> splooge, 
or spurt? Spurt. Spunk. If you've hit puberty, this trio should long be gone from your vocabulary. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, I don't think "comes" a bad word. Uh, I, let's see. You know, Al, Alan wants to try. He wants to try to no, seductively. Alan. He wants to try and seductive. You know, be seduce a woman. Okay. So let's give him. A, let's give him a go, Alan. Ooh, baby, let me see your breasts and vagina. Careful with my testicles, girl. I don't want to bust. You I jized. So sorry. <laughs> he jized after she, uh... Ew, I jized. Oh, <laughs> uh, Alan, you filthy little cummonger. <laughs> uh, spurt, spurt, motherfucker. To all spurt, spurt, skeet, 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 skeet. Hey, Steve. We, uh... teaching him i give him he, one or two and i'm like that's maybe great three. yep if it's going real well yep. maybe not everybody in the room but people are just like yeah you're not teaching him anything i know i'm with you bud I'm you get you. it listen one of my favorite stevie things wasn't you impressed had, you had some, you had, no of course not it was great the beginning he came out i'm like oh yeah work that room kid you can't let kids beat jokes into the ground it's it's also you can't like uh fake there's an age where like the fake peekaboo like, it, it's got to stop. Like, the hide-and-seek where it's like, you're just hiding, knowing, and, and, and they're, they're fucking just standing there, and you're pretending like you can't see them. <coughs> that shit's got to end. What? The only way they get better at hiding is by oh. you finding them. You don't get to just, like, no, don't reward that behavior. The only way they get funnier is for you to teach them that the joke has only so much for legs until it has to go back on the shelf for a while. Dude. That's the rules. I'm sure you were there a few times. Dad... Dad's friends, get maybe they're throwing a few back. There's so many times you come out, you get them with one and two. Now you're feeling live. Yep. And your dad gives you a look like, <laughs> "That's my boy." At first, like, "Okay, kind of got out of here." And then you push it a little bit. Yep. And you're like, still trying to give dad, one of his. All right, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you're still like, no, here's here's watch this. Hive. Oh, like trying to do some stupid thing, and your dad just gives you a look like, "You done?" <laughs> oh. This is how you're gonna choose you for me to beat you. This is why, uh, and I'm like, I've got plenty of. I got. Let me just get on out of here. <laughs> like the fucking guy from the Apollo came and fucking swept me off the <laughs> stage. Kane Shepherd hook. <laughs> so that was fun. That is fun. I remember at Wilderness Ridge when I was mm-hmm. a kid. All the adults had spiked a watermelon. This is late at night, right? A kid. Uh, there was only a couple of us kids. I was up in the bunkhouse. They were all down in this cabin. They're playing cards. Watermelon. You guys at that lower camp, like, all of you guys? Yeah. Yeah. Except for my godfather, he had like a he had a camper up on No shit. On twelve, like on the on the bluff, on eleven. On he the was living. Oh, he's always just that dude. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's matter like after his cool. his dad was like a super prominent lawyer in St. Louis, fighter pilot in World War Two, like Damn. fucking Johnny Saturday night, big time like dude was a fucking player. He's his they still got the house the family still owns a house over on Flora, like over by Tower Grove, where like there's all those like Damn. Yeah. On there. It's like one block of just. Damn. That's anyway, cool. Yeah. Uh, and then after his dad passed, like he 
took some inheritance and he like bought 83 acres out really close to the big piney really close to where we were at really like in in newburgh doolittle 83 acres or 88 acres out there and he lived off the land hunted what he you know ate what he hunted had a bunch of dogs had a peacock just fucking just made himself a hot tub out of rocks and fucking lined it and do you know him he's my godfather i know do you like know him now he's in florida right now me and my brother are looking for him yeah the last time i saw him he was one of the dudes that was with my dad, that was the whole Gotcha. Moment. That was the last time I saw him. Damn. So, well, that's not true. I saw him at his mom's funeral a couple of years ago. And the number that I got from him, whatever, is not. I'm, I hope I hope I can find him. I'm going to go yeah. to his brother's house and see if I can't help track him down. Cause he sounds me my, cool. Me and my brother want to go sit down and like, get some dad stories that we never yeah. really got from his best friend. They went to St. Mary's together. For sure. And like, I was looking through the old yearbooks and everything. And like he was. they had like a... I forget what they even called it, but it was like a like a coffee house club or something. And it was like all you know, these kids in the seventies like hanging at the coffee house, you know, just fucking I'm like <laughs> Hell yeah. I'll bet everybody thought those dudes were super nerds, but they were probably on one. They were into it. They were talking about the stuff that we want to be talking about. Anyway, I forget That's what we cool were as I forget shit, how we got onto dude. that. Uh we were talking about the kids. Oh, 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 oh. So he's up on anyway, so yeah, so Everybody, all these adults are passing around this yeah, spike watermelon. watermelon. They're fuck. They're hammered because it's already the end of the day of this of our float trip and everything. Like we've already eaten a pig. It's like, it's the night you know wherever it's the big party. It's cotillion yeah. night, you know. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I came down there, and my dad was my dad was you know chopping it up, and everybody was all you know always had chopping it up. Always had everybody laughing, and so like I walk in, and I'm like. You know, just kind of doing my thing. And I'm like, Dad, nobody wants to hear your drug stories from the 60s. <laughs> and, like, everyone's like, oh, oh, God. God. He's like, God. He's like, 60s? I graduated high school in 72, bud. Yeah. You know, like, and I'm like, all right, so I was off by a couple yeah, years. Still nobody know. wants to hear your drug stories, bud. Because I thought that that was hilarious. I'm not, I'm not good at math. Because anybody that Dad. lived in the 60s and 70s clearly did, did, did drugs. drugs. They listened to the Beatles and Pink Floyd. Like, you Nobody liked that music if you didn't smoke marijuana. <laughs> Dare told me. Yeah, and you, you guys know? are all So that joke landed, it. but then, you know, like, uh, you, you, you just keep stretching it out a little bit. Let's see if it plays. And finally, they're like, all right, fucking get the fuck out of here. But if they don't tell you that, if you never learn when it's too much. You become an annoying Then you're just an annoying yeah, yeah. You know? Which I don't think. I don't think. No, 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 no. no I'm talking about in adulthood. Yeah, like, yeah, as you for get, sure. You, everybody knows the guy that just can't read the room. Everybody knows the guy. Now, I can appreciate the guy that can read the room and know what won't necessarily go over, but it's kind I of think, a joke for him. I can I love appreciate that. that. I, can, I think I a lot of guy. people figure it out, too. I think a friend check you eventually, too. Um, because you know, I came from that, that Greek side of the family. I could have shit on the floor and then eating my own shit in front of those ladies and they would have been like oh my god we love you're just not you. doing favors that's all like, just as, as people like they gave me great self-confidence i got i gotta admit like i look in the mirror and i'm like fuck yeah bud. i got a great self-image but then i see a picture of myself and i'm like that's me at 18 yeah. here and then i look in the mirror and i'm like fuck shouldn't have done that should not have done that and then it but, becomes a whole deal <laughs> Well, I mean, there's a fine line, right? Because you want to encourage kids to keep searching for that. Right? You know, yeah. with my son, with Trevor, he is like a he's he's a he's a ham. Like he's oh, he's yeah. trying to get the room going, which 
I can totally appreciate that. I dig you it. know, it's a hard thing to just turn off uh, too. So that's the other thing. You know, but you, you got a wide delta for being like, oh, okay, you know, uh, he'll he'll wind down eventually. Go figure uh, it out. Um, <clears throat> but and 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 but so you have to give him that encouragement because that's how you get Jim Carrey's. That's how you get you know Chris Farley's. Is like you let the kid dude. figure out how to work a room, but the room has to respond accordingly. Accordingly. Because he, because honestly, because my kid is that good. Like he'll, he'll, he'll adjust. Give no him, doubt. Give kids the benefit of the yep. doubt. They don't need to be patronized. Yep. The kids will adjust. They're, they're better than us at that. They don't, they're you like, don't underhand pitch till they're, they're 15. A, dude, I'll tell you what, you don't underhand pitch after they're six. I found yeah, out oh, yeah. like I was just trying to kind of give it to the kids. And then I was like, you know, just kind of lobbing it in a little bit easier. And they were all just taking cuts and missing. I'm like, hang on a minute. I kind of just start peppering them in there a little bit That's more. That's the only way to That's do it. That's how you do it. And I noticed that when we went and played. <clears throat> well, their bat that, speed's naturally quick as shit. After, my dad died in 14, so my son was seven. And we were all playing crowns. I don't know if anybody, everybody knows what crowns is, but it's like, a, you know, it's you got a, a broom handle and you have bottle caps, beer bottle caps. And it's, it's basically Indian yeah. ball, you know, with, with beer caps. And Native American. Ball. It's a okay Native American ball. Whatever. I, I don't think I had players. I think maybe they're talking about Indians. <laughs> All right. So you're playing Indian ball, and uh, but it's with it's with beer bottle caps and a broomstick. It sounds like it sounds very difficult, and it's it impossible. is. It is, except when you put one of those sticks in a kid's hand. Every kid came over. Uh, the adults are all playing, and we're getting some contact. You know, we're hitting some caps. The kids were hitting like six sixty seven. Like they were going, they were going five or six. Like they're they're just they're they're like whatever it is, they've got that thing where yeah. like they miss the first one, then all of a sudden, like they're just adjusting. And I'm like, I know that natural adjustment. And so I'm like, holy shit! And I was thinking about this because it's about the time Landon's, you know, a couple years out of t-ball, and I'm like, we got to give these kids a little bit more credit. I know they can fucking hit a ball. You know, that ball's way bigger than this bottle cap, and that bat's way fatter than this broomstick. Oh, for sure. And it ain't making this movement either. Dude. And so I just started kind of peppering it in there. Next thing you know, my kids are fucking, they're, they're getting wood on it at least. Yeah. We're, not, we're not whiffing, you know. Like and it's, the it's perspective crazy. changes everything in baseball. And baseball can be frustrating. But I was telling them, I was like, the best players in the fucking world only hit three only out of ten, They're dude. only successful three times out of ten. And then you, you hit... Uh, 270, pretty fucking good year, bud. You got a career at might 280. Get you, might get you in the hall if you Woo! got the other numbers. Career, fuck yeah. So I always tell them that, and it's hard for them to understand that. But I noticed that there's not a, not a huge difference. Because I used to have this red bat that had a big, it went out like that. Mm -hmm. And I used to oh, Flintstone crush bat. crush it in my yeah. backyard and had a big ball. Mm -hmm. But you're right, they'll adjust in their perspective that a lot of times, if you start with a little ball, it's as good as their eyes. Are or if be. I would go for sure, and their brains process and yep. yep. just that information, yep. just that it's like it's like best. it's like a, it's like having a system that's uh, before they'll, it needs to be defragged. Yep. It's yep. just we're, it's just massive memory space. And they do they'll they'll notice that the uh, uh, that underhand is like weird to them. It's just like natural that when it's coming, it's down, easier to they, pick up with your eyes. Everything, dude. It's it's amazing how they they can adjust, make little slight adjustments, and it's a good practice and just fucking stick to itiveness. But here, look at this fucking. That's like the shit that led to the French Revolution and the American Revolution: coffee and cannabis houses, 
are breeding grounds for groundbreaking ideas. The people that can't read the room make me cringe so hard. I wish I could not care, but I do. Yeah, it's tough. We got here. I got okay. two. Got them teed up. Ooh, that's a good cut. I got, look at that. That's a good cut. Drop a shoulder a little bit, but hey, dude, that lefty swing is just. I fucking. It's so. Isn't it? I got two lefties. That's cool. I have two. You lefties. fucking. You're, dude, you're gonna retire. I know. Keep this kid. Keep this that kid. kid's arm healthy. He needs work. But he He'll be alright. He keeps the bat. Look at that. Look at that power. From his, the corner his, right his eye's about right there. He's got a. I tell you, uh, I love baseball. I, lo- I love everything it's about. Oh, but God, what that was yeah. all about was give kids credit because they're capable of way more than we think their simple little minds can take oh, care of. Sure. Right now, they are they're peak little. They're new predators on the prowl, buddy. My cat the other day. How about that? A fucking sparrow flew in our house. Yeah, it was amazing because we had work to do. Dude. And you came up with this. I, I get on Facebook where we got work, we got stuff to do. And I get on Facebook and I hear this just a wild tale about a sparrow. True, true story. I couldn't even get a. <laughs> I couldn't even get a my camera in time, which fucking bums me out. Yeah. He was sitting there. Missy's like, Missy's. He's sitting underneath the dining room table, half a bird, kind of just hanging out of his mouth, and he's just sitting there, fucking cool as a cucumber, fucking little tiny little cute murderer that he is. And Missy's like, God, get him, get him outside. And I'm like, you know. Fuck, I don't know that I want to fucking fuck with an animal with another animal in its mouth. Like, that's not the time to put your hands on a, on a, on a predator, you know? Uh, no, but I start to walk over there, and he just fucking he stands up from under the table before I even get to him, and he kind of <coughs> slow trots out onto the back deck, and then he just kind of does this little fucking lay down, little sphinx, you know, lay down, and he looks at me, and he just kind of, rest of the bird's gone. And there's just like one feather just fucking, it looked like fucking Sylvester. It, it just finally got Tweety Bird. Like, and he was just as cool as a cucumber, man. He swallowed it whole. And he's just fucking gone, done. And that fucking cat laid around the house all day. Like he was the biggest dick daddy from Cincinnati you have ever fucking seen. He's just like, kill by Well, it's just so funny. I just imagine him every day thinking, Oh man, once a fucking bird gets in here, I'm going to. Two se- I mean, dude, it was it was seconds. That bird flew in, and like the cat just came out. out of, he must have been watching through the window or something. I don't know, but that motherfucker <laughs> jumped up inside of two seconds and had that had half a bird in its fucking mouth. So just a, just the most a beautiful little murder I've ever seen. Unbelievable. Nature. Nature is Ule. a violent. Violent beast. Uh, uh, Steve-O. You know yeah. What, uh, you know what, what do we got? We got a morning show. You know what tomorrow is, bud? Uh, the day you wax. It's Green Wednesday. That's right. You better make some extra pie, Jack, because hundreds of thousands of America's legal cannabis smokers are set to deluge the nation's dispensaries this week with orders for Green Wednesday, marijuana's answer to Black Friday, and Cyber Monday. From San Diego, California to Boston, Massachusetts, the long Thanksgiving holiday plus stay-at-home orders have weed consumers snatching up handfuls of discounted pre-rolls as well as vaporizer cartridges, gummy edibles, and tinctures. It's all to spark joy and ease boredom, said Matt Jans, marketing head for the Plus Source retail shop in Las Vegas. Green Wednesday is the perfect opportunity to prepare for food fights with the in-laws, all-day baking affairs, and defeating the in-laws. Dominable itis. Oh, itis. Itis. Oh, sorry. 
What's Green Wednesday? One in three Americans now lives in a legalized state, and buying patterns for the last six years consistently show a sales bump in the run-up to big holidays. The stoner holiday of 420 is the biggest weed sales day of the year, but second place goes to Wednesday before the long Thanksgiving break. Marketers never miss an opportunity, and California Delivery Service Ease claims they coined the term Green Wednesday in 2016. Four years later, thousands of legal stores amplify the herd swerve toward weed with deals like 5 to 50% off certain items. Damn, I wonder if we'll see that in Missouri. It's becoming more recognized every year, uh, John Ford from Chalice Farms in Oregon said. Nationwide orders are up 40% on Green Wednesday over an average day. Green Wednesday sales run double the average Wednesday. Holy fuck. That's, California delivery service East at Green Wednesday open. orders are almost double the, pri- double the prior four Wednesdays. That's incredible. It's a bummer that the, some of the dispensaries aren't going to be open. For 100%. Well, they don't have the flower anyway. I'm, you know, I really just, I hope Missourians can come together uh, on, on, you know, on retail adult use sales and come up with something that just allows for everybody to get into this market. If you want to, you want to, you know, uh, corner the medical market and only have so many cultivators, fine. But I have a real problem with giving them preference to recreational licenses. I don't feel like I understand they already have the build out. That would be the quickest way to bring rec to market. But I don't want that to come at the expense of patients. What I do want is everybody that wants to grow cannabis to be able to grow cannabis and sell it. Still has to go through your testing. Fine. That's going to open up opportunities for more testing labs. Uh, I just want abundant cannabis is it, out there. What are the downfalls to that? What, 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 what are, are the kind down, of the, I can't, the pitfalls? I can't, I, the, they, they say that there's too much. Uh, that the you know it's weed will be on every street corner. Be, Wasn't that yeah, one of the, of the, the deals from DHS? Jack Cardetti was saying that when he was kind of speaking with um because i want it on every street corner if we're calling it medicine now i want it sold in gas stations i want to be able to go to a concert venue and i want to right next to the beer beer tent i want to be able to buy a pre-roll and you know what if you want to section me off because not everybody wants to be around cannabis smoke i get it make that happen let them sell that can i eat an edible here yeah can i buy an edible through the yeah that's why not because there why are we why are we putting the brakes on an industry that could be abundant. Do you know when you're probably, when, when people are most likely to probably try out cannabis that are maybe adults that have avoided it for, probably when they're trying to see their favorite band, probably when they're hanging out in the grass with their friends and there happens to be a couple people smoking a joint. A lot of people I know who aren't regular cannabis smokers are like, oh, I was at this concert. I was at Dave Matthews and somebody handed me, I took, it was, it was an unbelievable time. You talk about your mom down in Jamaica sitting yep. sitting at the you know the beach and like she's like, oh no, it was kind of fun. Like, not really putting two and <laughs> yeah, two together. Yeah, like, that's what getting high. Yeah, was, that's what John. we're doing, guys. Yeah. Like I don't know what you fuck you think we're doing. You, you know. No, you should one hundred percent be able to buy five, ten milligram edibles. I remember hitting a pen five shit. When did cartridges start getting kind of popular? When you started to see those five, seven years ago, maybe when you started to kind of see them. <clears throat> Someone had one, bud, at a Cardinals game. What? what? Yep. <clears throat> so we went to the smoking section up, and I don't think there was a smoking section, or there used to be on that second level, because you used to mm-hmm. have to go all the way down. I think now you do have to go all the way down. 
but there used to be a little section up there. And so we went over there and hit the pen three or four times. I got ripped, you know, whatever. Went back to my seat and enjoyed the Cardinals game. And I had a dream of buying, you know, I'll buy a fucking $9 beer and a, a $10 J and call it a fucking night. Call it, you know, maybe eat some nachos with some cheese that has medicated or something. Something that I, that's my choice at a game. And I just don't think it should be. And I hate the argument. It's like, well, if people could drink uh, uh, alcohol there, they should be able to smoke weed. I just think we should logically be able to look at everything and think, like you said, the market would, yeah, you could, weed is a perfect, uh, Willie Nelson has his own brand. I'm sure Snoop has some. uh, So when they come in concert to be able to, and we're talking about to throw back to the Cottonmouth Kings, thank you very much. They could have been marketing their own stuff, which 100%. I'm sure they do Probably now. Not. If they're yeah, not, sure. if it's, they're, they're all partners dead. in something. They're all dead. Only a couple of them. <laughs> um, but 311, I think, has a, a weed company or something to do in the weed game. But I think opening it up. I think the only bad thing happens is like any market, the people open down. up. No, the people open up a, a business and then it fails. <clears throat> totally. But because they didn't run it right. They do it on their own merit. Yeah. Yeah. They do it on their own merit. And the, they the, should get the, all the, the breaks quicker, to the cannabis companies. That, the quicker that you are getting uh, everybody involved in the market, the, the less of a chance that the big dogs who have tens of millions of dollars have of fixing the market, fixing the, the supply chain. Right now, there's, we, there's been dispensaries that have sold out of product when there's abundant uh, medicine still available from the cultivator, but because some of these bigger partners have bought up all of the cannabis. And I mean, there's not, we, we, we said this was going to happen. Vertical, vertically integrated companies, they don't have an incentive to sell off their grow, their cultivation when they can, uh, funnel it to all of their dispensaries that like, it just, you know, the people is, that are is there cannabis that is grown right now mm-hmm. that is promised. Yes. That is not being allowed in Correct. stores. That's, That's a fact. It. That's how I understand it. That's a tough sell for me, bud. Oh, a real tough sell. That's what I'm saying. Ooh. This is this is. I, I'm I'm watching my best friend who hasn't fucking grown anything is now underway. Yeah. Seeing how like you're going to do it. You're going to grow great medicine. You're going to grow anything better than you, you would have bought in 2005. When you're in your fucking early 20s, oh, you're going to grow back. Sure. You are going to do that. And back then, it was the heater, you know? Like, oh, my God. The, every now I used to sm- sell them beasters, bud, way back oh, in the day. Yeah, beasters, buds. It, they were the jam because. Only like eight seeds in a, in a every, Everybody, look, everybody's got, everybody's still got that brick. You mean to tell me you got some fluffy nugs, man? Okay, it's a yeah, great, green. great little, great little bar. Like lime green And then every looking. now and then, I get to treat myself. I get to treat myself to a a, a nice, a real sixty dollar an eighth yeah. bag from from no cow. And now we're able to grow it, and now we can grow it right here at home. It's exciting times, and I I feel like for, so one thing is like I I did not like the rec bill that was put forth. I thought one one of there's there's been a couple of highlights to my twenty twenty, uh, getting married, being one of them, and having a fucking blast with all of the, my loved ones. At Cotillion, and there's been some great to cover your ass, throughout 2020. Job. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> uh, but uh, also that bill, that bill probably would have passed. That that petition probably would have passed, and I don't think it was very good. 
Uh, and had I, a lot to be desired. And it gives us a lot of time. It felt rushed. It doesn't. We, we need to get on it now. If, oh, no. Yeah. No, but what I'm saying yeah. is it gives us until 22 yeah. uh, to for, for some other people, for some other players, for everybody that was dejected uh, and rejected for their licenses uh, who have spent tens to hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not millions, on, on plans. Uh, if all of those people banded together, uh, we could get we could get something really really special going that would get more quality cannabis being grown in Missouri, and we've got to work on this. If anybody finds themselves on the right side of the political spectrum, this is the perfect opportunity to flex on your elected representatives and saying, "Hey, remember when you used to come and knock on my door and tell me tell me that we were going to limit government and a free market is the best market." Here it is. This is it right here. Nothing that you can legalize today is going to have as profound of an economic impact as this crop right here. So let me ask you something, small government, liberty-minded, free market Republican. What is it that you support? Let me just ask you that. And that is something that we should be able to logically get behind if that's where you're coming from. But it's If you don't feel like you're being represented by uh, your maybe you don't vote for Republicans, but you are represented by a Republican, then use that line of questioning and say, OK, look, I find myself on the left side of the political spectrum. Show me what a free market can do. Show, show me why your idea is right, because I for feel sure. like this is the perfect opportunity to apply your uh, economic uh, uh, ideology to my social uh, libertarian yeah. yes. ideology. You can apply it together. Here we go. And let's go together towards a more beautiful, more richer Missouri. Let's do that. And that's not a hard sell, guys. No, no, no. The the logic is bringing us all there, too. The logic of every damn study. And the Gross Series had the mayor, Quentin Lucas, from from KC on there, like, signing bills. Like, "This this is what we should do. This is what we need to do. When what we're seeing with the cannabis industry and how it's helping people become a medicine and how we're getting to this point where it's like all of the studies say it's good and the studies that haven't been done yet that they need to see more research. Well, the proof is in the pudding that then we need to do more research. Let's go and make Missouri the place where we we want that. We cultivate that. We're still not like, uh, you know, uh, let's kind of, we just have dispensaries and you can buy weed in a luxury dispensary now. Is that not good enough for you? No, 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 no. I want Missouri to be the Mecca. And I know Colorado and California are, you know, these known places, uh, Canada, all these places have come before us. That's great. But now that it's here, I want to take what everything that's happened and what we know is going to happen with the rest of the states, take that and build a culture here where it is medicine first. Because <clears throat> always from the beginning, it was like, hey, man, uh, it's, it's legal for AIDS patients so they can kind of get a thing of life and then for cancer. But really, people are just trying to get fucking high. And it's like, are you sure? Yeah, maybe it's actually that? helping them. Bus. Are you sure about that? Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like and then some of the laws would even get passed. And you're like, eh, still murmurs of people just want to get high, man. And yes, they're absolutely right. But also, people need this shit to live. That's the most... 
When I think about growing and thinking about if I needed those plants to grow fucking medicine mm-hmm. for me, mm-hmm. I can't be fucking around. I agree. That's the whole, that's what makes and, me and, more nervous and, and than ever. anything happens, what for happens those you, people. What happens if you lose a crop? It's entirely oh, possible. Devastating. That, that, throws, that throws an entire and growth logically, cycle logically... We can figure out ways around that where yeah. we have the best. That's the totally. one thing about this industry. It's kind of like food, you know, like restaurateurs. A lot of the people who are chefs, it's their fucking life, man. Mm-hmm. It's not like they're giving meals away for free, but they'll be glad to bring their food truck to an event that they're serving up some food. And they're always willing to kind of give that gift to people. That's what they think. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the way of the world when you have like a town musicians. I mean, they're going to get paid and shit, but a lot of them will fucking play just to make people sing and have a good time. Like it's just giving that back. And the growers, the, the people that I've come in contact with from taking a picture of my tent, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, here's everybody's a little, trying to get here's a little some, niche, yep. here, here, and everybody's like, here's what you need to do. That's why we want to do like a little grower series it's, where it's gonna we be just great. cultivate some of the personality, some of the personalities right here, here. <laughs> some of the personalities in, in, uh, in, in Missouri, where I don't care if you came from Missouri, and I want to also hear what can we do the best logically. What do we do the best to figure it out? California's been doing it for a while. Colorado's been doing it for a while. Uh, these places have been doing Alaska's it for a while. Oregon, a while. Yep. Washington. Who's, who's your best? Okay, give me a few of those guys. Now, Missouri, you got some new guys mm-hmm. and some guys who have been Kinda doing it there. for a long time, quote, unquote. I don't know what we can and can't say about my, you know, I've been growing for 20 years. How do you put that on a resume in Missouri? I've been growing for 25 years in Missouri. <laughs> uh, where? <laughs> Uh, international waters, you know, what, what the fuck do you say at that point? So it's still all that stupid shit, but how, how the, the best way you make something happen is by bringing all those minds together. And now we can with this fucking stupid camera and these microphones and wet tipped microphones here. And so that's what we kind of want to do. We want to bring some growers together possibly and share some information. People have been doing it since the dawn of fucking time. You know, like, they've been finding it in China. The, the, the emperor's buried with shrouds of, of cannabis and all this different Dude, stuff. Like uh, it's been around forever. So I don't want to pretend like I'm the guy saying, check out the new industry in Missouri. I want to learn from the oldest of the OGs. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's fun to me. That's cool to see people who, and it's, I have nothing but respect for fucking people who have put their fucking life on the line for that. Like we were talking about outlaws earlier, like people who have straight up put their, their livelihood on the line. I know some of them are making really good money and like, I'm not sure if a lot of them understood the impact they were going to have where, Oh, I grew so much that, there's no amount of agents that could stop some of those people in the Emerald Triangle. You know, what were they going to do? Fly a helicopter over the entire forest? Sure. How many helicopters are you going to fly? And then two or three of those e- enormous grows make it out, and you're like, okay, well. It's the whole thing. Uh, it's, and it all got shipped out. Good luck finding it now, you know. <clears throat> but that's where the, the war on drugs has a budget. Right. And everything is to feed the beast of the budget and the war on drugs. And why? What about a shift from all of these police unions? Would you be interested in something like a police union 
you know, the people trying to keep weed illegal, offering an olive branch somehow as um, not access to the end. You know, fuck that. That's a stupid idea. Well, no, I, I think I understand that's what you're gonna saying. That's going to have to change. Look, and I, I wonder how you do that. that. I think that for the same reason that MAPS was smart for how they went about MDMA research, yeah. um, the first responders and veterans are the they are the olive branch they are the go-between they are the people that came from these ranks you'd hope so but they they're still people we're still fighting the 20 well look look, i am not i'm not convinced i'm not convinced that there's people that make things happen there's people that helped make our legislation happen who are absolutely they absolutely stand to win with less people getting into the business it'd be you know the more people get in the business the less money there is in it for each of the license winner as it is they're going to serve a smaller area uh people are going to you know they're going they're going to have a place that's closer to them that's more convenient and there's going to be and the price there's going to be so much product that the prices are inevitably going to be lower so there is definitely i'm not saying that this is everybody because i know that there are some license winners that want open licensing just just on on uh uh, merit. merit like on you know just by their own this is their ideology i can respect that you know because they do stand to make a lot less money their profits do stand to take a hit I think about the if same if, you fucking, if you're doing it right and but that's the thing is all of a sudden now all of a sudden you can make it more about the experience of shopping with your business you can do the things that set you apart as a business person you can offer experience that makes people want to buy cannabis from you that it doesn't matter the market will fix itself as far as the pricing they'll they'll yeah. they'll it'll settle on the right price for the amount of cannabis that's available if i asked someone from oregon washington california colorado if you asked them and i would love to do this are the cultivators price gouging right now? I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, to an extent. I don't know if they're gouging. I think that they're, you know, uh, until, they're, until they're at a point that they're in the black, I don't know that they're gouging. But, yes, like there is also a premium that's just attached to it being a new legal thing. You know, like a, for for people. I to get buy, that, but I, since it's medicine, you would hope that they would. Yeah, that's the challenge. I mean, they would say, "Here's what our projection." Yeah, kind of a fixed price, yeah. Like I, I just, it fucks me up because it's like, I know how the board meetings work. And there the haven't been enough crops. Work. There haven't. There hasn't been enough product on the shelf for them to really be gouging because there's just not enough yet. Well, I it just want a justification. A there is, there will be a point when the rotation is now like, uh, we yeah. should be getting yeah. to that point now, which there's only still only a couple of uh, cultivators that are, that have had crops come out, but we're getting to a point where that rotation should start to be circular. And then it would be gouging yeah. if, if, gotcha. they're, if they're holding it, there, I there just, just hasn't been enough there. I don't, I accept it. I accept this excuse or this, this reasoning when they say, Steve, it's just, it's a new thing. It's just how economics works. Uh, this is just the way it is, buddy, when, when you have a market. It's just the way it is. It's just the way it is. But with, I say, yes, I'm with you, but not this. This is medicine. So I know how boardrooms and board meetings work. You have your projections of how much you're probably going to get per pound. I just wish someone could just, and I'm open to it, say, well, Steve, here's why we have to charge 4500 at the beginning now 
to make sense for 1850 at the end here because it does seem a little extreme. It wasn't like 1850 to 2100, like, oh, well, we, we, uh, someone offered us a little bit more. We know it's medicine, but we also made a little bit. They made a little bit. I feel like they go, highest motherfucking bit no in the room because yep. weed. And it's like, I get that, but not with this, not with medicine, not when people, again, it. it goes back to, People just want to get high, Steve-O. Who cares who gets it right. to them when they get it? Who cares? They're buying a pre-roll. You think that's medicine for them? Like, we yeah. need RSO. We need edibles. We need all that shit quick, too. Are there any manufacturers with their uh, commencement? Just, just, just yesterday, I believe Clover got their MIP. Which I saw an interesting exchange on the Clover Facebook. Talking oh, about how they're kind of a national brand, but... One of those kind of um, where you structure your business. I'm this business, but under this business. So it's kind of, it'll see, it'll be interesting to see when everything's running and these first batch of licenses even kind of get sold and and, uh, given back. And when the people, when the new people enter the market, maybe after some of these lawsuits, who's running what? Really? No doubt. You know? No doubt. Who's. Because you know there's big cannabis companies that we've never really heard of that are going to be like, oh, yeah, you never heard of cookies? It's like a whole thing with the, and it, you know, all these. Because we're, we're the 33rd state, 31st or 33rd. You know, like this has been happening for a long time. And yeah. we think we have some snakes in the grass in Missouri. <laughs> yeah, it's all interconnected. It's man. everywhere, man. It's all so it's going to be interesting to see how it all shakes out. I'm into it. I'll give you one last. Uh, I'll give you one last. Uh, give it to uh, me, old Robin Williams. This day in history, just Bella. because I think that this is uh, just insane. In 1995, on this day in history, Ireland voted 50.28 percent to 49.72 percent. To end a 70-year-old ban on divorce. You couldn't get divorced since the uh, since 1925 no. until 1995. 70 Shut years. Up, you, and, dude, look how close it was. Razor thin. No, no, 50.28% no. to 49.72%. Why is that? They're just power Catholics and Protestants, man. And the thing is. is you like, don't get divorced. You just don't get divorced, man. God, no. God will punch you into the sun. That's <laughs> no. why. Why do you think you they drink get so divorced much, before in 1994. Not in Ireland. Get on somewhere. Not legally, pal. Oh, my God. That's. That's. That's the deal. That's the part. That's That's what people our age don't get either. You know what I mean? We've come a long way. Yeah. We're coming a long way. (laughs) We're coming. We're coming a lot. Buckets. Steve-O, I feel like we're gaining momentum, but we got to save something for tomorrow, pal. And tonight. Oh, yeah. We got Bo tonight. Jesus. We're going to be live three times for three hours each for like inside of 24 hours. Is that, is that the deal? The Guys, tune in tonight. Uh, the Evolution Magazine. If you're on Twitch, you can find it on Hoosier's Fist to get Mycelial Media on YouTube. Uh, we're going to talk with Bo from Grow Active Solutions, our newest sponsor. Bono He's awesome. Hydro. He knows Hydro Bono Hato. Immaculate Seeds. Immaculate Seeds. I'm Bud. Some OG Kushes. You're running some OG Kushes from Immaculate Seeds? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, and. Um, okay. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. All right.
Okay, it doesn't really go. <laughs> it doesn't really. Uh, Adam Bundrum wants to help you buy your dream home. He's Does just he? trying to make you a little bit happier. He's trying to help you find your peace. Uh, Adam Bundrum. Adam Bundrum. Adam Bundrum. Adam Bundrum. He, uh, Bundrum Property Group. They're open 24 hours a day. You can give them a call at any time. Thanks to him. We had a million views on our on our show. That yep, he when on. he came in. When he came in, yep, a he million. Gave his, uh, views. He gave his speech. God, it was good. It was a good speech. It was really it was good. A really good speech. It's up there with like Jocko. Yeah, and, Jocko, uh, no doubt. Newt uh, Rockney, Gary V. Yeah, and Gary V. He's just like right up there. Jocko, with, uh, Newt Rockney, Gary V. Yeah, that's pretty yeah, much yeah. it. <laughs> that's your that's your holy triumvirate. Tony Robbins, kind of. <laughs> Who do you think we should add to the wall? Guys, you saw the pictures. I'll punch uh, you in the head if you say someone dumb. Maria Sabina, Terrence McKenna, Ram Das, Tim Leary, uh, Salvador Dali. We've got two. We've got two more that are going up. I don't know if I should tell them or just let them see them. But I've got a. I've got a real cool Albert Hoffman that's going to go up there. Ooh. It's going to be bad to the bone, dude. And then I've got a really neat uh, Ann and shot a little Ann and Sasha <laughs> Shulgin, uh, Alexander Shulgin. Uh, you said you want to do carrot top, put carrot top, carrot top. But the thing is, is I can't fit a box of props up there. We don't have enough wall space. Um, how about, uh, we're talking about Duncan Trussell, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Duncan would be good. Maybe Aubrey. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Duncan just put, (laughs) oh yeah. We talked about what we were going to put. Crow milk salesman. Crow cum. (laughs) Crow cum. Guys, have you ever heard the song? Hocus Pocus by Focus. It's unbelievable. We're gonna we'll play it for you on Instagram. If you get on Instagram, you can see Steve. Dude, why I fast forwarded the song because we never made it past a minute seventeen. We were laughing too hard. I fast forwarded the second (laughs) verse. Do you know there was a second (laughs) verse? We listened to it last night. Yeah, I know. Did you know there was a second verse? I listened to the one in my car, and it's different than that one. He does a whole live version. That's the that's yeah. That the was live in seventy three. You have dude. to listen. To that, that was live version. in seventy three. Yeah, you don't want to hear the album. Version. So much Focus. Focus, Focus, and a lot of Focus before they recorded Focus. All Thank right. you guys for tuning in. Let's do show. it. You know, every day we just tell you the the important things. Be, uh, just uh, you know, just be, just be, just be right here. Try and reflect love into this infinite universe. I had a whole thing about all of us being mirrors in your... We'll talk about it tomorrow. We'll build on your subject of the, of the universe. But uh, more than anything, probably the most important thing we can tell you is cowabunga. Rock and roll on your day today. Go suck the day's dick, man. Oh, no, 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 no. no. <laughs>